What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle Channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne. This is the King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth. Yours truly, the Notorious One. A.K.A. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas. And you're in here in the Desert Storm Bunker with yours truly, the whole effing show. Not only that, the undebatable. Not only that, Mr. Evie, Woman's Fantasy, Mr. EWF, and the Black Moses of this. Not only that, I'm C. God Allah. And the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. Eight times and we're still here. The eight-time champion. And we got a great show for you today. This is the best edutainment on YouTube. Do me a favor, hit the like button as you enter in to today's stream. And this is a great subject matter, sex in the city. We're going to talk about why attractive women or women tend to be attractive in bigger cities and do women migrate to bigger cities in order to increase their chances in mating. We're going to talk about that and people are going to get some feathers ruffled. But we got a great show. Other than that, we got Doom and Gloom CGA. We got Straggle and Sniggle Theater. And we have some other topics. We're going to give you an update on ex-NFLer, guy that died, Dwayne Haskins. Perhaps he was set up by a woman. You bitch. You bitch. Indeed, set up, drugged, and robbed before he was knocked down by a large tractor trailer and he lost his life. Yes, we're going to talk about that. Potentially, they're reaching a conclusion that a woman might have drugged and robbed a ninja before he died. And excuse me for calling him a ninja. We're also going to talk about uh, women actually dating up. We actually have a conversation about that. That seems to be going around the world in I, I, I. All right, and uh, we got a whole bunch of other things in between. But do me a favor, hit that like button before we get started. As you enter into this stream, I know you're like, we're going to enter the stream when there's the intros done. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm. All right. Oh, anyway. Um, uh, but do me a favor. If you're watching the playback, feel free to hit the like button and you can contribute on the playback as well. There's no refunds, but you can contribute as you watch the playback. Dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams and that is pinned to the top of the live chat. On the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, and you can super chat. Yes, you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. New, 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 new world order. And uh, let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. Shout out to Albert Wesker says the city equals more thirsty ninjas and simps to manipulate. Yikes. All right, that is actually a good thing here. Uh, we're going to talk about that, that you brought up a great point there. More thirsty ninjas and simps to manipulate. Because um, if you check the poll question that we have up here which um, uh, seems to be a good question because it's got people split right down the middle. There's a always, you always know the question is good when you're split down the middle. And it says right here, already 300 people have voted on this poll. All right. And the question is, do XXs, and that means women over here, we have to use things uh, to disguise certain things to self-censor. Do women in small towns and cities have a better understanding of relationship uh, relationships than those in larger cities, um, a.k.a. the larger city girls tend to be women that are going to use their hypergamy to their best advantage. We're going to go over the pros and cons of this 
idea that women do sexually migrate. I'm gonna I'm gonna present evidence related to this. And 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 let me just say this: we call this the JUCO socioeconomics. However, there have been probably people in this sphere that have talked about this and maybe have given it a different label. And I want to give them credit for it. Although I will let you know, I haven't watched any of their shit. All right. Just so you know, there might be somebody that has talked about this in great detail and they have terms and charts and moon stars and quasars. I haven't seen any of it just to let you know. And I'm being uh 100% transparent because there are some people that can tackle this topic in a boring statistical chart type of way. But they can't do it like the King of Kings, meaning they can't take do a take and have some spin on it and have some spit and some rotation on the damn thing. Most of the time, people that that approach that have probably broached this topic, Ninja, you will be like this at the end of the show. By the middle of the show, you'll be like, what? What happened? All right. <laughs> I did just to be bored to death. And they're like, oh, my God. Using technical term, talking about the bonobos and the chimpanzees and shit like that. And, and you know what I mean? I don't do stuff like that, just so you know. So I will tell you this is if, if somebody's discussed this. Yeah, he said white man style. If someone's discussed this and I'm discussing it and you're like, well, you just took this person and you changed the terms. Trust me, I haven't seen it. And if they probably discussed it, I didn't click on the video. Probably some boring ass shit. But anyway, probably some super boring ass in the bonobos and hypergamy and hypergamy. I am trying to hear all that shit. I ain't trying to hear all that. You know me, man. Uh, shout out to the people who have tried to debate other people. Um, I be watching these debates like sleep like a mug. I'm like, man, there was a study in 2010. Man, I ain't trying to hear all that. <laughs> all right. I ain't trying to hear all that shit. And listen, this is why I don't go to debates like that. I'm like, man, y'all going to bore me to death, Ninja. You going to bore me to death. We could have did this over a coffee or a tea. You all on YouTube talking technical terms and stars and quasars. But shout out to y'all, man. Hey, listen, we need y'all in the sphere too. You know what I mean? We also need burger flippers and all that. All <laughs> right. But listen, these people have made a great benefit to our society. We're going to talk about hypergamy. We're going to talk about it because it's an important characteristic that men seem to want to eliminate from women, but that's a mistake. But we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Uh, but uh, anyway, right now, the poll has added an extra 100 people, and people believe that women in small towns, there's a slight advantage. It's like right now, 51 to 49, there's a slight advantage. And on the Notorious channel, it's 55% no. That women in small towns, you know, listen, they're saying women in smaller towns have a better understanding of relationships. All right, what's important? I know, you get you a small town girl. I know people have thought that. Trust me, I've lived in big and small towns. Trust me, I've seen the bullshit. All right, listen. Now, could you get a girl who's yours, all yours? I need a girl who's mine, all mine. I need a girl in my life. There's still hypergamy in small towns. I lived in a small town, bro. There's still bullshit there. Now, could you get you a fat bottom woman? In a small town, yeah, you can get you one. You can get you one. Listen, but listen, I was a handsome gentleman. I was a handsome, dapper gentleman in a small town. So I wasn't having no problems. But hey, man, uh, we'll break that down later. But let me continue with these contributions. Contributions. RP Trucker says, can you talk again about your topic? Women don't hate men. They hate God. Interesting, right? Yeah, uh, women don't hate men. That's why, you know, we talk, we understand women. Ladies, I understand you, and they know it too. 
And women don't be trying no bull crap on me. They try to come in here with their little talking points and I'm not all. I understand you. I already know what you're going to say before you say it. I already know what you're thinking. You're thinking about yourself. But when it comes to men, part of the understanding, part of the, part of the grasp of understanding women, you know what I mean? We've got some purple pill ninjas out here. Shout out to the purple pill ninjas. They don't understand women. They're using the hope strategy. I hope I find one that is different from all the rest. Okay, listen. There'll be slight differences, and of course, she'll represent herself as different until she doesn't have to. That's understanding women. Okay, but the part of the acceptance of going on this journey, this is why I want you to walk the path. This is why I'm not going to walk it with you. I want you to follow my lead. Part of the path of understanding women is that they don't really have a problem with men. They don't. They don't have a problem with us. It is perceived that they have a problem with us. And that is only because God ain't here for them to hold their, you know, exhibit their wrath against. It's only us and them and the Monobos. So we have to take the brunt of the, 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 um, the anger, the vitriol, the vigor. <laughs> we have to take the brunt of this because we're present. Although the Lord himself is omnipresent, they can't get their little mitts around the Lord's neck like they would want to. So thus we have to be here to get kicked in the pants and the nuts because they can't get to Lord Cheese himself. You know what I mean? You know, because, listen, much of their plight has nothing to do with us. Much of their plight has nothing to do with us. We have nothing to do with why they seem to be weaker, have lower reaction speed times, think of themselves first, have, um, you know, female wrath, you know what I mean, where they say, uh, um, there's no fury like a woman scorn. They're not mad at men. Trust me. They're not. They're mad at the Lord. <laughs> they mad at God. And they think about this all the time. You know what I mean? I can go into this even further, but they think about how mad they're God at God is all the time. Now we just the ones there to have to be, just take the brunt of the, the, the backlash. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's your fault. I was born a woman. You're like, not really, but. It's your fault I got to bleed a couple of days out of the month. Not really. It's your fault that I got to experience pain through childbirth. Not really. It's your fault that we're weaker, perceived as weaker. Not really. It's your fault I can't move this couch across the room. Not really. It's your fault that you make more money than me. Not really. You know what I mean? Like, it's your fault that I got to lie on my back. Meow. And get thrust and throttled and pushed inside and out. Not really. <laughs> right? I didn't have nothing to do with it. It was a coin flip. It's an odd chance you could have been a man. And so forth and so on. But y'all mad at the Lord. Y'all need to take that up with God. All right? And I am the king of kings, but I am not the king of kings. You need to take it up with the true king of kings and the Lord of lords. I am neither. I'm just the king of kings in the sphere. That's all. I'm in a small one. Anyway, <laughs> ladies, take that up with somebody else. In the meantime, we got work to do. <laughs> all right. Anyway, shout out to Run Forest Run in the building. We here. E Brock is back in the building. Yeah, indeed. All right. You need to take up your battle with somebody else, but it ain't me. 
All right, shout out to D-Rock Den. What happened? All right. Shout out to our no government name, BH says, appreciate you, CGA. Thank you, man, for all the support. Thank you for the all the support, man. This keeps it going. All right, what do we got here? Juan Primera, CGA from Porta Portia, a documentary, You the Man. All right, the documentary is getting getting going for sure. We got uh, Mr. K. Johnson, K. K Juan says, Kawan, shout out to you. Shout out to the coach, gang, yang. Keep up the good work. We back. Train yang. Train yang, gang. XL Pro Services is here. Delicious Dave Pause is here. Shout out to Delicious Dave. You make me you make me have to say that, don't you? Delicious Dave. All right, shout out to Kaylin Ferguson says, if God didn't make them equal, why should we treat them as equals? We shouldn't submit or get dismissed. You know, I mean, listen, I haven't, the funniest thing in the world is, as much as people think there's a gender war, there isn't. As much as people think about gender and race, it's sort of inconsequential un unless you're a Mickey Mouse thinker. You guys got to get past all that, man. You know what I mean? That's just, that's, that's small people. That's small people ideas. Our brother Jacob says, coach of the coach gang, how would you nicely let a woman down you work with after you find out she's crazy, has issues we haven't smashed? Okay, all right, we have to learn the art of passing it on. All right, pass the torch, even when you're networking. You know what I mean? You want to be a butterfly. You want to pollinate a bunch of flowers as opposed to staying around with one. And if this person's consuming a lot of your time, you want to make sure you pass that on to someone else. Yes, you listen, somebody else got to take this on. You can't do it. So all, often the opportunity for a collaboration, maybe make be introduce her to a man you don't like, maybe a horny ninja that want to lose his job. You know what I mean? When you're networking, these are all skills that we teach on the money mindset on Sundays. Networking, okay? Network, move around. You know what I mean? And move other people around. And in order to leave a person that's occupying your time, introduce that person to someone else, ninja. Yeah. <laughs> all right, anyway, last couple. Oh, man, hold up. Let me see if this Venmo is accurate because I think this is uh, from last night. I don't know, man. Let me see here. And we're ready to get into the show. We going to dig into your chest. Here we go. Yeah, man. Anyway, who we got here? We got, we got Seth Rollins Proverbs. Okay, hold on for a second. Remember with the scriptures. I, I'm going to have to take time. He's got, he got some scriptures, so I'm going to have to take some time. It's already, I can barely read. All right, but. But uh, scriptures are very difficult for me to read, um, especially when they're long. Pause. But I'll get back to it. Hey, check this out. Hi, everybody. All right, everybody. Let's get into the show. All right, what are we going to start with? Doom and gloom, CGA. One of the favorite segments of a lot of people, doom and gloom. All right, and we'll do it live, too, because I haven't even shut up my screen yet. But, uh, yeah, that's what happens, man. That's what happens. Junior college activities was crazy. All right. Um, let me see here. Um, why, why can't I see the screen that I want? Oh, I can. Oh, you know what? I forgot. I completely forgot. Before we go into doom and gloom, you know what day it is? Let's get today started. It is Tuesday. So that means data. Oh, my gosh. How can I forget? Maybe because I had one over on Monday. All right, I told you. Let's get into this Tuesday shit. It is slow Tuesday, ladies. 
It is Slow Tuesday. Bring it over. Bring them street tacos. Street tacos. All right, ladies and gentlemen, get you a gordita in your rotation, man. And that Tuesday is all set up for you. Meow. Bring them over. Bring them over that nice big piece of calico. We'll show you a couple of our favorites. And then we'll show you a brother who's got one and his neck need to be protected. Let's take you to the screen. Let's take you to Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Woo! Arriba, arriba, arriba. Woo! All right, look at this piece of calico. Mmm, mmm, look at that face. All right, look at that little chin and that jawline. Look at that makeup. She got the cat eye. She pulling it back. Mmm, face full of makeup. She a cutie. But this girl is cute in the face and certainly thick in the waist. She thick. Play it all. Yummy, yummy. Man, how in the hell does that happen? How in the hell does that happen? Oh, man, San Antonio's finest. Come here. Let me at her. Let me at her. She's a cutie. Oh, my goodness. Take a look at this, man. Boy, them Tinder pictures would have pulled you off. Them Tinder pictures would have messed you up. You would have been like, oh, look at this boy. She knows how to angle her face, too. Because if she puts her face straight, you can tell she got a little extra weight. And somebody didn't realize and sent her flowers. Didn't realize she was built like a Michelin tire. Oh, the Michelin tire, man. Is she a cutie? Look at that. Oh, my goodness. Hello. All right. Just to let you know, man. One of my hombres. One of my hombres. One of my one of my uh, hermanos. One of my primos took this girl to a concert. All right, so let's take you to the scene of the crime. Um, you know, listen, there's nothing I wouldn't do for my gordita and my hermanos. Believes the same. And there he is right there. Apparently, his gordita wanted to get up on his neck to get a better view of the concert. All right, this brother right here is selling out. Here we go. Look at this brother right here. Oh, my goodness. Lord, have mercy. My brother's sweating. Hold on for a second. Look at this ninja right here. Oh, man. Whoa. Look at this ninja, man. He about to die. Give him the Undertaker bell. Give him the bell. Lord, have mercy. He love his girl. That's love right there. This ninja at the... He at the concert at the rodeo. Look at this. Oh, my goodness. This brother out here going to be dead. Oh, the humanity. He going to be sore. That neck going to be sore for about a week, Ninja. What you thinking, fam? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, hey, anything for your best low Tuesday. Look at this, man. Look at the FUPA print all on his neck. He got She got the FUPA print all on his neck, and I bet you she about five foot two, 150. And my brother out here making it happen. All right, shout out to this brother right here, man. Oh, my man alive. Oh, man alive. Check him out. Oh, man. She got the refrigerator box. She got the San Antonio El Paso body, too. Hello. Let's see here. Hello. <laughs> she got the El Paso San Antonio girl body going on here. She ready to go. This ninja, a whole hero out here. We don't need another hero. <laughs> ninja, your scarcity mindset is out of control, fam. You can't get you what, brothers. 
brothers. Look, I seen another look at look, and I seen a nice younger piece of calico than this. Look at what about the girl next to you on your left, the brown haired Morena, Morena. Get that brown haired Morena on next to you, fam. All right, but Primo. All right, she got her cowboy boots. Where is this at? Hatch, New Mexico, Ninja. What the mm. hell going on, fam? Ninja, you man, come on, fam. We got to do better than this. Mm. We got to do better. We got to do better, fam. <laughs> this ninja, there ain't no way in the world. Yes, we don't need another hero. He's our hero for the week. He really down for his gordita. <laughs> for sure. All right, let's show him again. He's our hero. Wait, he's our new, wait. New, new. I got the wrong sound effects. Our hero for the week. Let's give it to a brother. Yeah, that brother's starving. Man, Fupa print all on yeah, his that neck. Brother's starving. All on his neck. All right. Anyway. All right. What are we doing here? Let's get to Doom and Gloom CGA. Let's get back to the fun. Boy, the sound effects are loud. Doom and Gloom CGA on the way. This is the best edutainment on YouTube. Do me a favor, hit that like button in the building here. Doom and Gloom CGA, let's take you to some girl math. Girl math, ladies and gentlemen, we talked about girl math, and this is some girl math. Guys, who's raising these people? Uh, baby boomers and Gen X, we got to do better about raising our kids. We got them ill-prepared out here. Just because they graduated from the public school indoctrination camp does not mean they're ready for life. You got to get your kids ready for life. Come on, man. Apparently, this girl named Kirsten, Kirsten Haley, she had a problem with the vehicle, and I'll read it. I got rear-ended like two months ago. Pause. Well, banana in the tailpipe? No. I got my car in a, into a shop, and the person that hit me, their insurance direct deposited me 1700 bucks. I thought it was just for me, like for funsies, so I spent it all. Nails, hair, lashes. I went all out on myself. Today, I went to pick up my car, and the repair place tells me that it's $1,700 and that it was to pay them. She says, I am broke. What to do? Can't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Uh, what to do, ladies? Uh, I'm sure she's in a bind. I'm in a bind. Man. I'm sure she's in a bind, and I'm sure she needs someone to fix this, that bind. I'm sure she was out there shopping, going crazy, and she said, Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> <laughs> she said, Oh, a free $1,700. That's interesting. I'm going shopping. But, of course, now the rent is due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And now she's sitting back, and I'm sure that this is the next cause of action. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear nobody say shit. When you see me on the corner, bitch, mind your business. Yeah, I think that's probably what's going to happen, have to happen next. You know what I mean? They're definitely going to have to be a corner. Because daddy, <laughs> daddy ain't going to pay this. And no, this ain't going to be one off. This is going to be probably, according to my math, knowing the market, not knowing the market accurately. According to my math, this is about eight neck drops. It's barbecue in there. She's going to have to drop neck about eight times, at least five to eight times. It's barbecue in there. I mean, this ain't going to be an easy one. I mean, she might, depending on what she looked like, 
She might even get four drop next. All right. But for the most part, this is going to be not a one off. It's going to be four to eight different opportunities here. It's barbecue in there. Yes, this is going to be a mess. And that's before she get her car out. She's in a significant bind. Yes. I'm in a bind. Now. She's in a significant bind. And she's going to need one of you monkey sips to fix that bind. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. I mean, listen, somebody should have told her what's up, ladies. Listen, you can't handle everything on your own. Cannot handle everything on your own. You need a man. You need a man to lead you in this world. Lead us not until temptation, but deliver us from Eva. Oh, boy, this is going to be crazy. All right, what to do? I already know what to do. All right, next one. Dwayne Haskins. I don't have the entire story, and they're being uh, uh, vague about this story. But if you don't know, former Washington Redskins quarterback Dwayne Haskins lost his life about, what, last year? And uh, it was a very interesting story because what had happened was he had called his girlfriend, who was at home, his baby mama allegedly, called her, then mysteriously disappeared. And then the girlfriend was worried, and then they found him dead on the side of the road. Okay. Now, what had happened was he had wandered out into this, his car had broke down, and he had wandered down the freeway, and he gets hit by a dump truck and dies, unfortunately. I mean, listen, this I'm not reporting this, but that's that's exactly what happened. All right. Sorry for the headphone. R.I.P. to the headphone guys like uh, ABL says. Now, the story seemed incomplete. It just didn't make sense. Now, he had came back allegedly from a quarterback retreat, which he was with this other quarterbacks from his team, the Redskins or the Commanders. And um, he was coming back from that. And it kind of sounded weird. It sounded incomplete. People assumed that he had a girl with him. But it says right here, there's a new lawsuit that claims NFL quarterback, former NFL quarterback, and the now deceased, rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins, was drugged, robbed, and extorted before being struck by a dump truck. Now, I'm going to have to pull up the entire article here, but this sounds suspicious, doesn't it? It says right here, details have been revealed about the death of former NFL quarterback Dwayne Haskins. A lawsuit claims that Haskins was drug, robbed, and extorted before being struck by a dump truck while standing on a highway in South Florida. Haskins allegedly was drugged and robbed by a man and three women. A man and three women. The uh, allegations include a contention that the dump truck was speeding, driving carelessly, and above the weight limit. Of course, well, listen, somebody's definitely going to get a payday for this one. Unfortunately, this truck, truck driver was at the wrong place at the wrong time. So was Mr. Haskin. But, guys, we warn of this. We warn of this behavior out here. And uh, let me just say, man, in today's world, you're a target if you're in the top 5%. You're a target, and you must operate as such. I know y'all want to be flashy and bling-bling, but you're a target, especially if you're well-known. And if you're rolling with straggle-daggles and you're out here trying to be a little bit reckless and you're not vetting women and even... You're not following the Lord's um, rules of abstinence and maintaining virginity status until marriage. And you're out here ho-hopping, potentially. This type of shit can happen to you. So we call these men high-value targets. And I've been calling you high-value targets for a long time, even before the high-value man start coming around. This is a high-value target. And uh, if, if a man and three women have drugged, robbed, and extorted him, we certainly could probably um, deduct from this story that a woman lined his ass up. 
a woman lined his ass up. He probably was at his quarterback. This is just pure conjecture here. All right, here we go. I think I'm using big words to confuse you. I'm assuming that he was probably got done with this quarterback retreat. He had to go get him a little nookie. He picked up something easy, an easy layup, and the easy layup went left. Perhaps there might have been two women or possibly three, and we always tell you no twosies or threesies. Get that out of your system. No twosies or threesies. Try to avoid them unless you have great control over your environment. Like being in the open environment is no good. Like if you're enclosed and you have security outside, a security agent inside, you have a suite at the top of Caesar's Palace, the Venetian, something like that, Bellagio, that's different. And you've checked in phones and you gave people explicit orders and you have consent agreements, right? Justin Bieber style, you know what I mean? That would be different, twosies and threesies then, and everybody has instructions or they headed for self-destruction. All right, you already took the panties and the clothes at the door. All right, you told them to fold it up neatly and everybody lay in the bed. That would be completely different. Nobody has their cell phone. Nobody has their sneak cell phone. Twosies and threesies may be in that situation, but have your security ready and present and your cameras. But being out in the open, twosies and threesies are dangerous today. Twosies and threesies. So it getting dangerous out here, especially if you're a top-tier guy. A lot of guys will say, money, looks, and status. Well, even if you have money, looks, and status, Ninja, you a target. Nope. Yes. <laughs> Not yes, yes. You are target, and you should operate as such, and you have to get control of your lust. Even if you're lust and you perceive some things to be easy, shit can get hard for you, real. So I'm sad to report that about the young man, and of course we'll learn from the lawsuit if this is in fact true. You know what I mean? You got to have some discipline out here. These women out here, and the one thing here, let me just tell you, we talk a lot about women being in binds, women need, having needs, women being broke. And uh, for some reason, men, I don't know what it is about us, but I know what it is, kind of like we grew up in a time where we've been having feminism shoved down our throat, and we kind of want to see women get their comeuppance. As a man who is responsible for an audience like this to instruct I'm going to tell you to try to get rid of that spirit. Yeah, it might be funny every time a girl gets knocked down and gets their comeuppance. But I want you to make this, I want to make this perfectly clear. If there's ever a time that women get their comeuppance, a lot of men will shed blood before that happens. I'm just letting you know. And I want you to get this gender war, this idea that we need to get revenge on women because it's very much a feminine trait. You need to move on with life. With that being said, with that being said, the reason why I point this out is because we think that women are going to be down bad, broke, busted, and disgusted, and they're just going to have to sell puss at the end of the day. But this is not 100% true. What you will find is, and let me go ahead and see if I can have this footage. What you will find is they will more likely get desperate and more dangerous before they get down bad. I'm just giving you instructions here. What you will more likely see is them become more vicious and dangerous before they go all the way down bad. And you will be a target, Ninja. I don't care who you are. And if you a gump, a fool, if you already weak, you're going to be a target. Let me just give you a prime example. Let me give you a prime example. Before they go down bad and hungry, they're going to get downright dangerous. Let me just play a clip for you right here. And 
We got to understand that they are the masters of survival. So are men, but they are master survivalists and manipulations right here. And this is two women, apparently. I don't know if this is a skit, a setup, security cam. These are two women, one faking to be sick, the other one asking for help. And of course, in this situation, according to the security cam, this ninja done lost his life. He lost the battle. And of course, weak ninjas, this is what's going to happen to you. It ain't going to happen to me. It's going to happen to weak men who are simps, gullible gumps, and hope strategists. All right. So hope strategists is going to be y'all first. All right. It ain't going to be a ninja like me because I'm going to have my guard up at all time. I'm going to have my guard up. So ninjas will be like, you scared. No, it's going to be gumps first. It ain't going to be me. <laughs> it ain't going to be me, ninja. Women going to tag team up and then start taking out gumps, taking out hope strategists. It ain't going to be me. It's going to be y'all ninjas. All right. Y'all going to be getting set up, robbed, killed, kidnapped. And all that shit. And they will team up with Pookies too. So Pookies are going to be right by their side. Sending them out there. Girls going out there and put that peace leave out there. And got your ass clapped. They are using effective use of deception. They are manipulative. They ain't going to go hungry, ninja. <laughs> Almost slip. They are not going to be that down bad. And I want men to understand this. As you celebrate your victory lap uh, of feminism dying a slow death. What you have to understand is that ain't, they're not just going to come back and submit and crawl back with nothing to do. No, they are not. They are not. They're going to get downright dangerous. You need to get your guard up at this point. As we talk about women being broke, keep your guard up. Keep your guard up, Ninja. They ain't going down. They ain't going down hungry. They ain't just going to let you take advantage of them. Okay, bro. And I'm telling you the art, the true art of this. Be, be, be very careful. All right, be very careful. All right, they got their feet out, too. Look at these girls. And it's Tuesday, too. We got these Gordita. This ninja laid out. She got this ninja gone. Look, and look how they treat you guys. Listen, they don't give a shit about you, especially the gumps, the hope strategists, the purple pillars. They not going to care. And, of course, they running. Gone. All right, they got their bag and ran. Okay, you come gotta on. got to get my bag and run. <laughs> come on, guys. Come on. I'm here to teach you. I'm here to teach you. I'm here to teach you. Women are never going to be that down and out. And if they are, they'll just find a barbarian. They'll just link up with the barbarian. This has been proven time and time again. Whoever the enemy is, they'll go with them. They're like, okay, these guys losing. These guys can't take care of us. Okay, who can? They'll link up with them. Listen to me. Listen to me. All right, come on, man. I know dudes go like, they're going to be down bad, crawling back. No, they're not. Never in the history have they crawled back to men that they can't take, that refuse to take care of them. When? When in the history have they ever crawled back? Ask the English and the French, right? Ask people for the history of time. They will always go with whoever wins. They're going with whoever taking care of them. All right, stop wishing, um, stop wishing bad things about women. All right, because we're going to shed the blood first. It's an actual fact. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, what do we got here? What do we got here? We got this woman. Is this Dragon and Sniggle? This is more. Let me see here. What do I got this lined up? All right. This is a more Dragon and Sniggle theater. So let me do this. Let me do this. I'm going to get back to uh, I'm going to get back to some earlier contributors and then I'll come back. All right. I'll come back for Dragon and Sniggle theater. And he said they're going to get theirs. Now, they ain't going to be always in the best position, but they're going to get theirs. All right. Uh, but I will have a bench harem over here. All right. Shout out to. All right, let me see. Can I say your name here? Douglas. 
Shout out to you. Fell into a relationship for a minute, but I'm back. All right, shout out to you, man. <laughs> hey, man, we appreciate the brothers that come back and listen. <laughs> and I appreciate you being transparent. He says, shaking my head. And we often have men like this. They're like, I'm tired of CGA. I'm tired of listening to this. You're so bitter and hurt. I'm going to find a girl who's mine, all mine. And then what you'll do is you'll be like, I'm tired of this. He's so repetitive. He needs to talk about something else. And I do. I talk about a whole bunch of things. I talk about a whole bunch of things. And then you go out there. I'll show CGA. I'm going to get a girl. I'm going to get a girl who's going to be good to me. Just be good to me. Not my girl. All right. And I'm going to stop watching him. You unsubscribe. Click unsubscribe. All right. Block. Do not give me more content by this person. I'm not going to watch him anymore. I'm going to get in the gym and I'm going to find a girl who's mine, all mine. You go out there, you get a girl. All right. Two months in three months in, you're like, see CGA CGA had it all wrong. (laughs) He's a nihilist. Him. Don't think there's good girls out there. And you got a girl you snuggled up. (laughs) Now, guess what? Guess what you found out? Cobra. The mask fell off. (laughs) And then he had to come on back. He was like, ah, damn. Let me go back. (laughs) Two, three months in, he fell into a relationship. He got into that commitment, and it's over. Guys, listen, man, I want y'all to enjoy yourselves. When you meet women, I don't want y'all to have your guards up. Again, don't argue them. When they expose themselves, just give them a smile. You don't need to tell them because they already know. They already know the game that they're trying to play. You don't need to be like, see, I told you, you were ruthless, toothless, no good ass skeezer. You don't need to do that. Just be like, that's all right. Yeah, have a good life. (laughs) You know what I mean? Just keep it moving. But, um, yeah, you guys are going to find out that relationships are highly unsuccessful. Highly. I mean, it's the most, it, it, the probability of success is the lowest uh, probability of anything you're going to do in life. I mean, it has a low, low chance. Now, you can keep doubling down and keep investing in it and have you some, you, you can do what you want. I'm just telling you <clears throat> how it's normally going to end. <laughs> It is what it is. You know what I mean? You don't have to get, but you know, it's the guys that just, you know, they get that hope, but you come on back, come on back. We welcome you with open arms. You know what I mean? What I don't want you to do is give me the middle finger and be like, stick it up your, stick it up your nose with a rubber hose CGA on your way out. You know what I mean? Just don't do that. Cause I know you're going to be back. You're going to be back. There's without question, or you're going to be back to one of our other brothers in here. And I'm glad our brothers are here realizing that beef is dumb. You'll get your ass demonetized. And I'm not saying I'm talking about for everybody. Don't engage in beef and drama ass ninjas. We don't need you in this space. All right. You guys are creating these scenarios where you want the drama. But anyway, you'll be back. You'll be back. And just shout out to Deshaun Rose says, good morning, coach. I'm on the road, but tuned in. Shout out to you and travel safe. Julia says, women mad at God, but it's all Jermaine's fault. It's our fault. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. <laughs> all right. Anyway, yeah. Ninja's mad. I ain't coming back. You'll be back. 
All right, them purple pills always going to come back. And I see a lot of our purple pill content creators. I, my brothers, just trust me. I don't hate you. I know you might hate me, but I still love you. You know, a lot of our brothers have admitted to being purple pill. Shout out to you. And I say more power to you, but, but you'll be back, Ninja. <laughs> you'll wake up again. All right, what do we got here? We got our brother here, Phil. He says, Coach, what happened to the T sweaters with the FA logo? I wanted to buy one. Monstro Lab is in the building. Well, it was for limited time only. I marketed it as limited time because, because first of all, the production was just crazy, and uh, I didn't make much money from it. So it was almost a loss. And then remember at the time I put it out, there were shipping issues with it because of the pandemic and Joe Biden, you know what I mean? I've done some dumb things. I'll do dumb things All right, again. so I, I wasn't going to engage in a full all-out. <laughs> I wasn't going to become a, um, a salesperson of, um, what do they call it? I wasn't going to get into full-time apparel sales. All right, I wasn't. All right, shout out, to, but yeah, limited time only. E-Brock is in the building. Shout out to you. DJ says, only eight neck drops. Coach, he says, I'm getting at least 17 of some top notch. All right, shout out to you. Okay, shout out to you. All right, Francine says, did you hear that Kiki Palmer's baby dad wants the house? Primary custody and child support. Give Kiki the buzzer. At the very least in that situation, I was going to talk about it, but I actually, you know what I mean? It was one of those things that was released over the weekend, and I kind of missed the timing, so I didn't want to talk about it. That's typically why I didn't cover the story. I'm going to get to Seth Rollins in a minute, but um, I think people don't know how the courts work. <laughs> they don't know. Um, the likelihood that he gets 100% custody is slim to none. All right. And Slim just died. Now, I appreciate the fact that he's going for this, and uh, he should because he is not the breadwinner in the family. But um, these laws don't work like that. These laws don't work like that. So I want him to get as much as he can in this situation. I'm not going to champion him. He chose to put himself in this situation. I know people want me to be championing him in his side. I hope he does get as much as he possibly can. All right, but the likelihood of that happening, I'm just going to tell you right now, is slim to none. And slim just died. There's going to be some equal share of parenting, more than likely. Could he get child support based on that equal share of parenting? Yes. Could he get the house? Maybe, maybe not. I, I'm not even confident that that will probably happen. But um, remember, they are not married, so community property and shit like this is going to be weird. Title and all the, it's going to be who's on the title. This shit is going to get weirder than this. It's not just going to be that clean cut. But I know people that are hoping that this is the case, and I'm just going to let you know it ain't, he said, pray for Slim. It's likely not going to happen like that. And I don't even know what state they're in. If they're in California, the likelihood of that happening is Slim to none and rest in peace, Slim. Rest in peace. But he should go for as much as he can since he's the primary caretaker and shit like that, right? He has an advantage there. But anyway. All right, what are we doing here? What's YouTube doing? They said they're censoring people. I have no idea. Shout out to Henry Resilient. Congratulations on your views here. Uh, you've been getting a lot of views on your channel. Go see Henry Resilient. All right. All right, shout out to Seth Rollins, man. He says, Proverbs 6 and 26, a prostitute for a prostitute will bring you to poverty, but sleeping with another man's wife will cost you your life. And he also says, I'm not going to read the scriptures, but it's Proverbs. With perverted heart devises evil, 
continually sowing discord. And he says, so, see, this is why I don't read scripture. So he who sleeps with another man's wife, no one who touches her will go unpunished. For the lips of an immoral woman are as sweet as honey and her mouth as smoother than oil. And he says, this is the way of an adulterous woman. She eats and wipes her mouth and says, I've done nothing wrong. Shout out to you on this one here. And we teach these concepts here. All right. As a lot of guys lead you into immorality and temptation. CGA does not rest on his moral code or moral stance at all. Myself. I'm not about morality. I'm not about norms and mores and shit like this. I have my own standard, and I wish that you would have it too. But I try to not lead you down a path of destruction. Thus, men who brag about sleeping with another man's girl and or a married woman are low and beneath me. This is nothing to celebrate. This shit gets you killed. All right, this shit gets you killed. You actually are marked for death when you do stuff like this. I don't celebrate it. I don't big up you. I don't do any of this. I don't think people should have affairs. Not saying that it's not something that have crossed my mind at any particular point or that I have my hands not dirty in this. I just think in this day and age, people who have affairs are dumb, male or female. It's unnecessary, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's completely unnecessary. And thus the Ten Commandments does cover this. Thou shalt not cover thy neighbor's wife. And you must understand that doesn't mean your next door neighbor. But if it does mean your next door neighbor, the intent was to instruct you. These were the 10 laws that God came up with. And he said how important it is to not to sleep with your neighbor. It doesn't mean your next door neighbor. It doesn't mean a person in your community. It means anyone in your realm that is in a marital position. That means anybody in your village. Listen. Doing this is an absolute one of the dumbest things you can do. Man, listen to me. This is some dumb, low-grade, ass, low-frequency shit to sleep with another man's wife. You're asking for it. You're asking for it. This is how you get killed. Don't lose your life for another, another man's wife. Please do not. Go find a girl who's single, and there's more single women than there are married women in this time. There's more women out here selling puss. Man, just break it off. Dude, 250 will take you a long way as opposed to sleeping with your neighbor's wife. What I do with my neighbor's wife, I just completely try to avoid them as much as possible. All right, I try to not talk to them outside of the presence of their husbands because I don't want anybody getting confused. Your neighbor, neighbor's wife includes women at the gym, women at your college, women at your school, women at your work. That's your neighbor. Women that live next door to you, women that live in the next door city, leave it alone, man. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. That's a sucker's bet. You asking for it. You're asking for it. So it's not just your next door neighbor, but if it was your next door neighbor, you're a plum idiot for sleeping with another man's wife. I mean, and vice versa. Ladies, this is for you too. It is not even necessary in today's day and age. In a different day and age when we didn't have reach, yeah, today, it is moronic to even pull this off. It's dumb. I mean, I don't know why people do this shit, right, man? Just leave your partner. All right, so anyway, just leave your mind. I don't get it. I don't get it. Now, listen, I haven't always had this stance. It, yeah, the cashier, the cashier at the store, these are your neighbors. These are your neighbors. It doesn't just mean your next-door neighbor. 
It could be people that you meet at the mark. You know she's married. Oh, she a little hat. Leave that bitch alone. And ladies, if you want to cheat on your husband, first of all, go drop neck on your husband. Why are you out here putting your peace sleeve out here? Anyway. Man, for the info I give, for the info I give, I should have more likes. I should have 1,000 likes. I got 1,800 people in here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. I'm streaming on Rumble, Twitch, Facebook, Facebook, Notorious channel. I'm streaming on five different platforms, Rumble. Get me to 1,000 likes. I'm saving your life because here's the deal. Blue pill rage. Blue pill rage is dangerous. I know people think red pillars are dangerous. You're wrong. Blue pillars are the most dangerous. If you want to say what red pill and blue pill, and nobody will ever believe this, blue pill men are the most dangerous men out here. They're far more dangerous than red pillars. They're far more dangerous. And I can prove this. Now, for every story of some red pill guy that went out and caused harm, I can show you blue pill stories by the bundles. I can show you man after man and woman after woman and man that have caused another man's death. We call it death by simp. Death by simp. There's multitudes of stories of people that were in love, fall out of love, and another man came in and killed the other person. They have a massacre as full as the graves in Ukraine, full of blue pill ragers. <laughs> but you want to talk about the two red pill guys that wrote a note in a manifesto that went and shot up the Walmart. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. They probably wouldn't red pill, but they, they ain't a part of me. Blue pillars, on the other hand, they cause more mass murder in this world than anyone combined. There ain't no if ands, and buts about it. They'll kill you over there, girl. Straight up. <laughs> right, anyway. Just watch any, any show. Dateline, 2020, Snap. All right, ID channel. These are all blue pill ragers. All right, they get, oh, you, my girl don't love me. You fornicated with my girl? Dead. Women killing dudes, slashing tires. People cutting brake lines. <laughs> people blowing people up, setting them on fire, running out of the house. This is called blue pillars. These are what blue pill rage is. It out far outweighs red pill rage. Anyway, I don't want to hear this because, listen, I'm not here to debate it, but the evidence is very clear. Blue pill people, love has called, caused more death, as much death as it created life. Love has created more death as it has created life. It's almost on par. It's, always, it's almost on par. But anyway. <laughs> but I'm here to give you this truth. But y'all don't want to believe it. Hey, man, 868 likes, 1,800 people in here. Hey, hit the like button, man. Hit the like button. It's crazy. All this efforting I give, man, y'all just won't hit the like. Oh, by the way, men delete more women than women delete men. But yes, and it's more blue pill men that will delete their girl. It's absolutely not even close. It's not even an argument over love. Stop. Don't test me, man, today. But anyway, y'all tested me already, I see. Let's get to the snap, straggle, and sniggle. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater, we're back in here. All right, what do we got coming up here? We got some straggles and sniggles. These are skits, and these are sometimes not skits. But we invade the world to find out where the best straggle and sniggles are. And we're going to start off on this young lady right here. 
Let me give you a setup. This woman is saying, or going to answer her TikTok, and says, what do you mean you have a gay husband? This woman is proclaiming, yes, we gone, man, send it. This woman is proclaiming to have a gay husband. All right, I'm interested. I'm game. All right, I'll listen. <laughs> Out of curiosity, here we go. My husband's gay. He's a gay man. I'm a straight woman. We are married. We both like men, and we make the perfect partnership. My husband's gay. He's a gay man. I'm a straight woman. We are married. We both like men, and we make the perfect partnership. Oh, the humanity. You know, we're trying out here. We're trying our best to understand. I do understand there's a lot of mental health problems. People are zooted, booted. All right, people are out here dope fiending. People are out here proclaiming to be just about everything. And the Lord must have sent some asteroids. <laughs> Send it, please. I don't know what we're talking about here. I actually have a question. What that mean? <laughs> Listen. Her googly eyes might give it away, and her dilated pupils might give it away as well. This person's looking like a whole fraggle. That's why we call it straggle and sniggle. She definitely looking like a straggle. Okay. And we call it down at Straggle Rock. Lord have mercy. Are you kidding me, man? <laughs> what are we doing? Listen, this cannot continue very long. I'm trying to hold on, Lord. I'm trying to hold on. What am I supposed to do with this information? What am I supposed to do with people like this? My husband's gay. He's a gay man. I'm a straight woman. We are married. We both like men, and we make the perfect partnership. <laughs> yeah, she, look at that. Now, if I haven't, is this not a muskrat? This is the definition of a muskrat. I mean, listen, is this not a muskrat? I don't know if if anyone's a muskrat, we got one right here. I mean, she got the whiskers and everything on the side of the corner of her lip here. I mean, hold on for a second, because people don't know what a muskrat looks like. We're going to call it right now. It looks like a muskrat. Let's go ahead and pull it up here. <laughs> Let me see your muskrat. Muskrat. Uh, yeah, she looking a little milly mouth like this uh, image. Let me see if I can pull her up here. Let's see what we got here. Let's see if I can get a good. I need a good, better picture than this. Uh, yeah, this this about do it right here. It's about do it right there. There, there you go, right there. There you go. That's a muskrat right there. <laughs> That's definitely what she looking like. Let's go ahead and go back here. There she goes right there. She looking like a whole muskrat right there. This is just terrible. <laughs> Dead on resemblance, and of course, her mind is bad. Her mind is bad already. All right, but anyway, she beautiful. Okay. All right, shout out to her. Uh, let's go to the next one. Um, the dynamics of men and women's relationship is changing. People need to catch up. I know you want to catch up. I know you don't want to catch up and you want to say, I'm going to be dominant. I'm the breadwinner. Therefore, I what I say goes. And she has to listen to me. And she's going to be submissive. Apparently, women have the ability to make their own money. And this guy found out in his relationship that he's going to lose and become the submissive based on 
Guess what his wife does? All right, here we go. We need to talk, man. You don't need to upload feet pics to Feet Finder to make money anymore. I can take care of us financially. I need you to stay at home, wash the dishes, do the laundry. Okay? Steven, I made a million dollars on Feet Finder last month. You made a million dollars last month? Now make me a sandwich. Okay. Anything good. Oh no, okay. Uh-oh. So uh there goes his there goes his submissive wife. Uh she said, I got money. All right, basically. Wait, no, wrong sound effect. I got money. She basically was like, Hey man, baby, I made millions of dollars selling feet pictures. I'd like to see a few. I'd like to see a few. But she said, I got my feet out, man. I'm making more money than you. And he said, I'm you making more money than me? Now he washing the dishes. And now she's screaming, make me a sandwich. And he gonna do it too. Oh, man, what are we doing here? Shout out to the normie humor on this one right here. Now, oh, man, poor normies. Poor normies, but yeah, this is what's happening. Oh, but but that money is shelt money out here. You don't need to upload feet pics to Feet Finder to make money anymore. I can take care of us financially. I need you to stay at home, wash the dishes, do the laundry. Okay? Steven, I made million dollars on Feet Finder. I want to see him. I want to see you. Last month. You made a dollars last month. Now make me a sandwich. Oh my goodness. Take a look at that right there. All right. Flat back out here telling him to make him a sandwich, man. We gone. I don't think the Lord needed this. I didn't think the Lord meant it for me this way, man. Oh my goodness. Why are you being disrespectful too? Cursing at me. Okay. Look at this ninja out here. Oh my goodness. This brother starving out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. These are one of these. Um, these are one of these videos that I tell you these normies love. They love shit like this. Look at the look at the views. All right, if you want to be a content creator, normie content is gonna get people's eyes. People are gonna be slapping their knees. <laughs> she really said, "Oh, how the tables have turned." All right, yeah. Bro, make her the sandwich. See the normie comments? Can you guys see it? The normies eating it up. Bro, make her the sandwich. What about this one? Damn, the steps to success these days are literally footsteps. When Stevie found out Feet Finder is keeping him financially stable. Har, har, har. Anything, babe. Hardy, har, har. All right, here we go right here. Now make me a sandwich, dead. <laughs> Hold on for a second. Man, normies run. Normies. <laughs> normies are going to be the death of us but oh are they easily entertained all right next one here we got the desirable so you um apparently as a youtube channel here go subscribe to the desirable truth i find his interviews unique all right but uh anyway <laughs> here we go right here apparently we have another sniggle in the friend zone uh situation here and um for our girl our guys that, that the virgins and incels for the guys who watch right when you're in the remember I told you this when you're outside you're going to you're going to watch a lot of red pill content all right and then you're going to hear us doom and glooming it right then you're going to go to target you're going to go to the amusement park you're going to go to the movies you're going to go outside and touch grass and breathe oxygen right then you're going to see somewhat what you were perceived as the opposite you're going to see people in relationships you're going to see people coupled up and then you're going to be like well CGA said marriage is dead but I see these people, they're married. I see these people at the football game. They have a boyfriend. They have a girlfriend. I see, 
So you're going to see what you perceive as the opposite. Now, I warned you of this. I warned you not to do this because what you see is a snapshot of what the reality is. What you're seeing is what people do. They're comfortable being normies. They're comfortable having friends and relationships and a person that's there doesn't mean they're in love. Doesn't mean that the relationship works. In fact, their relationship could be complete shit, but they're accepting less because they don't have abundance. They don't care. They don't have any future plans. They don't want to be better. So don't just look at it as a small, okay, I see these couples walking around. CGA's wrong. Here's the thing. This is another facade that we're talking about. These, this guy who you will perceive as a pookie is with this morena, morena, right? And you might think, oh, she chose a pookie and shit like that. But what is happening is the opposite. Let's go ahead and sh uh, roll the film and fair use to the desirable truth. You guys are friends? Yeah. Yeah. How long? Tonight. How'd you meet? Mutual friends. Under the right circumstances. Would you let him hit? No. Okay, so let's start it off right now. Because a lot of pookies, he's, got, he's a vape smoking pookie as well. But what you might think if you saw them in public, you might roll your eyes. You might be like, oh, look, see, pookie always winning. And these hoes winning. CGA's wrong. But you don't understand that you just see it from the outside. You don't have context. And this ninja, Sniveling Ninja, is trying to slow pimp his way in there. But she doesn't see him. Now, we might be saying that she's lying. She paused. But trust me on this one. There's a lot of guys that push themselves around. These are the mouthpiece ninjas. Mouthpiece ninjas. Right? Who think that being in the presence of the girl is going to get them eventually. And this may be the case sometimes. But even they will tell you, statistically, it's a lower chance. She could be lying, but I'm going to tell you, this guy is probably not hitting. But guys will put themselves in a position to get the hit. And then they will find themselves in this situation. Oh, she was stringing me along. She was playing me. Now watch this. He says, Them, these ninjas miserable. Yep, they're just, they're, they're, but, you're, but you will see them together because he's tall. She's got her titties out. You think he's automatically winning that, but that is not always the case. Not always. All right, here we go. If it were all the way around, would you? I mean, she a tried. I ain't going to say I would. I don't I'm fuck my friends. Okay, you hear this, and I have to break it down. I mean, so I can tell they're not having sex. You might think they're having sex, but they're not. Because he would have he tipped us off. He would have told us, man, this bitch lying. He would have tipped us off. But he didn't. He says, man, I mean, you know, she's attractive. So he wants to. You can tell. They haven't had any interaction. And they, by the way, she says they just met tonight. But now they're calling him bro and friend. And she just says, I don't bang my friends. So in this situation here, you know, she's lying about that perceivingly. But she's getting something else from him. She's in a position to use. He's in a position to run his mouth and positionally take in there, uh, stand in there. All right? So watch this. Let's continue. What benefits do you get from having him as a friend? Protection. What benefits do you get from having her as a friend? Nope. 
What? And someone to talk to? Someone, see, th- dude, I know dudes think she was capping. She's not capping. They haven't had sex. They did not. <laughs> they did not. I know dudes was like, she lying. They haven't had, he hasn't hit this. Now, again, they said they met tonight. So that would give a clear indication he hasn't hit. All right, but you can tell this guy's not all the way there. You might have perceived them as being a pookie, but he might just have the pookie uniform. But she says protection. He says somebody to talk to. Again, he's slow pimping his way. He's like, I'm going to use my mouthpiece, somebody to talk to. And he was just going to mouthpiece his way in there. But she already shutting him down. All right, she already shutting him down on the interview. Let's continue. What I need. So he protects you physically. You help him emotionally. Yeah. If somebody tries to rob you, you expect him to step in. I mean, I can handle myself, but he'll be there for an extra layer. Yeah, that's false. If he's going to risk his life for you, what would be an equal benefit for him having you as a friend? I'd risk my life for him if he needed me to. That's false. Like if there was a girl trying to come for him, I'd step in. No, you wouldn't. And, uh, you know, you never know over time. And women love to look up to men like this. So she might have something there for him over time. And he might be able to hang in there long enough to get it. But let me just clear this up. Let me clear this up. A lot of men are in this situation where you might think they're winning, but they haven't won yet. And you might feel bad about yourself. You're like, uh, what's wrong with me? But in the reality sense, a lot of guys aren't getting that, that far, right? A lot of what you see in public, uh, for instance, a guy might want to go out. There's still men like this. A guy wants to go out and he feels like he wants to go to the movies. He wants to go to the mall. He wants to go to the amusement park. More than likely, he'll try to find one of his boys, but what would be better is if he had a woman with him and he goes out with the woman. You think he won. You think he's winning. You think that's his girl. You think they're in love. You think that, but reality is he's kind of using her as a sense of, hey, look at, you know, arm candy, arm piece. And she's going to use him and say, I'm going to get a free, cheap entertainment out. We showed you videos like this. So I, Always think this. Always think this before you jump to conclusions. I tell women this as well. Women tend to think other women and relationships are relationship goals, right? Where where the guy, where they're on Instagram and Facebook, and they're like, oh, look at this relationship. They have a perfect relationship. What's wrong with me? Then you find out these people getting divorced, and you're like, what? Or they break up, and you're like, what? Like, you can't believe that this person that you see on social media, now they're breaking up. Guys and ladies, I know people who are married right now that are on their way to divorce, right? And their social media does not show that. And this is tendily be um, what married people do because married people understand that they're not going to put their spouse, uh, make their spouse look bad while they're married. That's simply what you don't do. You don't talk negatively about your spouse when you're living with them. So you're not going to get a lead up of the imploding relationship. You're not going to get it. You're just going to see one day they release a statement. One day you're going to find them on Tinder. One day you're going to be like, and you're going to be like, hey, what happened? It's all smoke and mirrors. So you guys got to remember that when you go out. It might look like you're missing out. FOMO, it might look like you're missing out and you're going, CGA says free agent lifestyle, but I see everybody else winning. It, it's smoke and mirrors, all right? Many times, not all, 
Even the married couple smoking mirrors. All right. Anyway. Anyway. I know people. I know people personally. And I know people who are content creators. One day they was married and happy. The next day they was divorced. <laughs> and I was like, what? All right. Anyway. And you're like, wait, what happened? How come you didn't tell us you were getting divorced? Nobody tells you on the downslope of the relationship. Not many people do. Let's talk about this straggle and sniggle theater. We got two straggles here, one playing pool, the other one holding a pool stick. This is a video, and it says, what if your body count followed you everywhere? And the two ladies, one of the two ladies, uh, I believe, is the uh, owner of this account. All right, let's see what this is. What if your body count followed you everywhere? Okay. I'm pissed. Girl, just try it again. Okay. Yo, what's up, baby? How y'all doing? What up, though? Hey. Hey, handsome. All right, 49 is thicker than a snicker, and she got her whole damn knuckle, moose knuckle out there. And uh, body count 49, the other one body count 21. All right, here we go. Okay, so the other gentleman, body count 1,025. The other one, body count four. All right, here we go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> something wrong? Why are they looking at Where y'all going? Hey! I won't be 1,026. Wait! Oh, why are you here for 1,025 body count? experience. <laughs> okay, so uh, that's the skit. Hold on for a second. Okay. All right. Pretty interesting there. Uh, but uh, as you can see, perceive the man who had the high body count over a thousand was perceived to have had experience. Women like to be touched right and pleased right. Thus, body count for men is not negatively looked upon, although women will publicly say, I don't like a dirty Johnson Rodney, but that's who they gonna go to more than likely. Women will probably more be likely, more be likened to avoid men with less experience in the bed. In fact, men with less experience are shamed even to this day, which is somewhat odd that women say body count doesn't matter, but then they will shame men with less sexual experience. I thought body count didn't matter. Again, it's kind of like body positive for women, where body positive for women is overweight women. But overweight men don't get the same body positivity. Similarly, men that are virgins, they throw that out as an insult. You a virgin, even when they know you're not a virgin, like I have two kids. How could I be a virgin? But that that's what they'll give me. How, you're an incel. How, how? I've been married before. Listen. Okay. But they even men who are married in this space will be given incel and virgin and, 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 and shit like that. And they're literally married. So um, in this situation, in this situation, the man with less body count is perceived as bad because body count actually matters. If body count didn't matter, men with less experience would actually be given a better chance. But in this skit, these women looked at the men as valuable with the higher body count. On the opposing side, the women with less than 50 bodies and less than 25 bodies were considered to have less morals and have a high body count. Now, let me just tell you, okay? I'm actually interested in the fact that why the 21 body count was considered high. Okay, in my, in my opinion, 21 is not that high for these women. They're in their 30s. That wasn't very high. 50, I can understand that, but 
guys, 50. There's women that got 50 by Jesus. I mean, if you're scared of 50 body count, I don't know what to tell you. Ninja, y'all need to move to another country. Sad, sad to say, 50 is not high these days. All right, let me go ahead and play the skit again. I missed. Girl, just try it again. Okay. Yo, what's up, baby? What? How y'all doing? What up, though? Hey. Hey, handsome. Hey. All right, shout out to this skit. I know people are saying 21 is high. Y'all in trouble. 21, bruh. It depends on your age. It does depend on your age. 21. I know people that have had 21 in a year, a calendar year, women. And there's men that have 21 in a calendar year. And uh, this is the one thing guys are, you know, you're going to miss out today because a woman with 21, that is, that is going to be normal. That is going to be normal. And many, like, if you live in a big city, 21 is low. For a woman that looks to be between 25 and 30, 21 is low. I know people, people don't understand this. Ladies, are you here? <laughs> Any woman that has been to a college has got the 21 is an easy number to, to get to. All right, 21 is an easy number to get to, especially a woman in her 30s or mid 30s. That's too easy. Matter of fact, just let's just do. Let's just do a little bit of quick math. Let's do a qu quick math. A woman start, we, we've already determined that women start sex earlier than men. Not only do they do, well, it just depends. But women, by the time they're 18 or 19, they've already had sex at least once. 15% of women at age 15 have had sex. We, we looked at this numbers already. 15% of women at, by age 15 have had sex. By the time they left high school, it's 51%. By the time they went to college, freshman year, we're talking about 70, 80, 90%. It's already up. If a woman's 30, that means from the age of 23, she's had an average, hold on for a second, where's my math here? Average three partners per year. By from 23 to 30, for her to have a body count of uh, 21, she would have to average three partners a year. Three partners a year. Look, look at these guys here. Look at these guys, man. Y'all going to be hurt. Somebody says CGA normally normalizing high body count. Oh, boy. Man, I'm telling you, y'all ninjas is done out here. Ninjas is done. Y'all got too much hope out here. Y'all got too much hope. Y'all done out here. I didn't realize how done y'all was until today. No, I, I've been realizing men are, men are done out here. Men still looking for virgins. Unbelievable, man. Y'all done out here. You're normalizing high body count. Y'all ninjas is done. I'm not normalizing shit. <laughs> Simps in the chat. Now they saying I'm normalizing it. Boy, y'all out here done. Are y'all is done? They delusion. The delusion is real out here. Y'all done. Dude, the single mother rate. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> three, that's an average of three per year for seven years? And you're telling me I'm not even counting her teenage years. Oh, man, y'all done. <laughs> y'all done. Man, I, sometimes, I'm, I'm, sometimes I'm blown away at the amount, what, what men are doing out here. Y'all done. Man, pack these ninjas up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He said, that is a lot, my guy. Y'all, I ain't the one doing it. Is I, I'm not the one doing it. <laughs> goodness. Oh, my goodness. Y'all done. Y'all done out here. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry, gentlemen. Sorry. I tried to help some of y'all. <laughs> I tried to help some of y'all. Oh, man. I mean, I wish I, wish I could help y'all. So by the time, I wish I could help y'all. Listen, I, I'm going to just tell y'all good luck. I'm going to tell y'all good luck. Just good luck. Oh my. But it, sometimes y'all surprise me. <laughs> sometimes y'all surprise me. Why don't you, he said, don't give up on us? I don't know what to tell y'all. I don't know what to tell y'all. Y'all, y'all really in, y'all really blind as a bat. Blind as a bat. He says, one per season for a year. I'm telling you, man, they hurt out here. Hey, ladies, man, help these ninjas out, please. Help these ninjas out. Oh, man. I've been trying to help. He said sipping is wild. They gone out here. They just don't have a clue. Y'all don't have a clue at all. All right, let me continue, man. I'm, I'm blown away at the, <laughs> these guys here, dude. I don't even, I'm trying to help y'all get re realize what's going on, but y'all don't know. I see clearly. Oh, by the way, this next video, check this out. Check this out. Here, here we go. We got another video right here. <laughs> we got a lot of virgins. Actually, you know what I mean? This woman right here. I know you're going to say, but she a slut. She a prom star. You guys don't understand the spectrum at all. He says, save the ones who want to be saved. I, I get it. All right, let's listen to this woman. She's on the opposite side of the body count. She's going to support why she has a high body count and why she wants a man with a high body count. Here we go. Let's continue. Y'all were having a whole fight in the comments, and we're going to talk about it. Some girl was talking about, no, I want my man to have some self-respect and standards. Just because someone has slept with people and gotten experience doesn't mean they have no self-respect or standards. Now back to this comment. He said uh, that my video, I'm saying, I ran through so my only option is to find a man who sleeps around too. But I want my man to come to me, my future man to come to me experienced. I'm not teaching nobody nothing. Come to me knowing the tips, tricks, come to me knowing it all. Okay, so what you're hearing her say, I just want to clarify this. What you're hearing her say is she has a high body count. She acknowledges it. She's unashamed of it. You're also hearing her say she wants men who are experienced. Meaning she doesn't want a virgin. She wants you to know the tips, the tricks, and everything to get her soft and wet. And this is what we've been telling you about. This is how, this is how they're working. Especially 
when they're being exposed to sex. Right? So this is what the Bible has been telling. The Bible has been telling you this, meaning that when women are exposed to sex and then they get married after the fact, they are more likely to not be um, good marital partners. Even science and data tells us this because they already know the pleasures of the flesh. They've already been pleasured and pleased. Okay. But this woman will continue to be on the carousel for as long as she lives. She's not going to have a problem getting throttled. She'll have a constant rotation of rem uh, member of, of men. This is called the carousel. She'll get into relationship in and out, relationship in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. All right. But that will just only add to her body count. All right. Let's continue. I don't want to be laying laid up with you and we're doing something and I'm like, oh, you never done that before. Like, no, I don't want that. And for the woman who interpreted my video as um, saying, like, I want a man to come to me, like with the cheating phase, the whole phase out the system that way we can settle down and you're not you're not like tempted. I agree with that, too. I'm but anyway, have the woman you want if you want someone who hasn't slept with nobody and that makes her, you know, the fucking perfect. Have that. That's fine. Because there's also other men who are going to want some women who have slept around and have had experience and have done things. There's nothing wrong with that either. Because believe me, there's men out there. Yeah. See, she laughing. There's men out there. And those men got a lot to offer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. She looks a little bit awkward to me uh, with them. <laughs> Jesus, I, I can't deal with types like this. All right. But uh, her argument is somewhat what I was trying to warn you about of what's going on out here. All right. Um, the age of innocence is gone. All right. So she's saying that what she's looking for is because she's experienced. She's also looking to not waste time and have experienced men. But obviously these men have a lot to offer. She's even talking about that. Also, these men know what she wants. Now here, the 80-20 rule, it's funny when we talk about these concepts, 80-20 rule. You'll believe in it, but then don't believe a woman has a high body count. <laughs> right? How do you do the math? Do the math in your own head. You will say there's an 80-20 rule, but then say highly attractive men won't have sex with the four or below. I don't know what to tell you guys. You guys got to get your talking points together. <laughs> get your talking points. If there's an 80-20 rule, by virtue of that, somebody, some male has a high body count, and some woman in the low rung has to have something. She's a virgin. Some, you guys got to get your talking points correct. <laughs> right? That means that somebody's having sex with somebody and this is being proven out. And if anyone wants to challenge me again, this map is a part of my later talking point coming up. All right, right here. This is a map of STIs in the United States. Okay, I want you to tell me again that women aren't having sex. <laughs> tell me again that women aren't having sex. Now, not all of them, but enough of them are. If the STI rank, if, if this shit is spreading like wildfire, how is it possible that you also have low body counts? <laughs> you know, I mean, put your math together, man. Put this shit together. If the math ain't mathing with these ninjas. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. And there's a woman in here saying, you know, trying to give y'all hope. Women will go on 100 dates and don't sleep with all of them. Man, please. Let me continue. I'm trying to help. I'm here to help. All right, uh, let me see here. Oh, speaking of, and this will be the last point here. 
and uh, we'll go on. We got grannies out here with 100 body counts. By the way, all right, who's doing this? Who's taking this? Which one of you nasty boys is on it? Oh, that's nasty. Which one of you nasty boys is on this? Uh, let's give yourself a nasty. Oh, that's nasty. Oh, my goodness. Which one? Which one, brothers? <laughs> All right, there you go right there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you nasty boys will be all over this, apparently. Apparently, um, the grannies are getting in the game. And you know what I mean? If you've been in these streets, you know how easy it is for them to go get the ramrod right there. Oh, I don't know what's going on with this picture, man. I don't know if this airs. Uh, I don't know if it's Photoshopped. I have nothing. I have no. I don't know if she has a BBL. But one of you guys are definitely going in, I'm sure. All right, yes. Oh, that's nasty. Let's get to the Super Chats. This is disgusting. Let's get to the Super Chats. A lot of hopeful guys out here still. Shout out to you. Let me see here. What do we got here? Okay, okay, okay. All right, Pug Dad says if Britney Spears' ex can prove she's been physically abused and cheated on him, she sh uh, should he challenge the prenup like women do when a big bag is at stake? Well, he would have to have money to do that. So uh, typically why men don't challenge is because they might not see the validity of putting those resources to those uh, to that case. Right. He might just be ready to move on and be done with her. But uh, women are opposite. They're petty and they're vindictive. This is why they can keep cases going. I don't see him challenging the prenup. I see him saying I can just, you know. Instead of putting $50,000 to a case where he might win, he'll just move on. A woman, on the other hand, typically won't do that. All right. Very rarely do you see women just move on in these cases. All right. Um, but men will just move on. Jed 77, Blue Pill Rage needs to be a show. I've done a show on it. But again, uh, we do have to do be repetitive because not a lot of people go back to the catalog. Right. So uh, Blue, Blue Pill Rage, Death by Simp is an absolute fact. Hey. What do we got here? Jamie Hoffman says, Coach, I'm laughing so hard. I wrecked my bicycle on the highway because I couldn't breathe with my mask on. Now I'm 10 toes up at the polar. Uh-oh, what happened? We don't want you like that, man. Stay safe out here, <laughs> right? All right. Hans says, Coach, I did 10 years in prison. The amount of men that were married with kids and were clapping dudes cheek is insane. Oh. Let me give you the oh, you the humanity. He says, I would see these dudes go to visitation, kiss their wives, but later that night they drop neck on Big Q. God dang. Oh, the humanity. Uh, but again, naive men, they're not going to believe that. They're not going to believe that. Guys, by the way, shout out to you. We're on the dark side. And uh, what we do is on the dark side, we actually have seen life in a way that a lot of normally guys haven't seen it all right i know you think some of these things you guys are really gone all right but listen the dark side knows the dark side knows and what what we also tell you is a woman giving up sex is the easiest absolute easiest thing she could do it's the easiest thing she could do she can do it in minutes she could slip in under the cover of night disappear for 15 minutes come back not even broke a sweat. And she can be back, right? It's the easiest thing she can accomplish in life. Does sometimes, sometimes I'll go through periods of not doing it. But it's super easy. 
But because it's difficult for men, let me just tell you the difference. I know there's a lot of women out here that they're like, no, 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 no. But let me tell you, as a man, for you to achieve what she can achieve in minutes, it will take you hours to do. There's nothing easier for her to do on earth than do that. Okay, now here's the thing. Okay. For you to get what she, for you to do what she did, you would have to invest, some men would have to invest hours, days, years, months. You'd have to go to the gym, get a diet, fix your, shave your face, cut your hair, clean up your apartment. All right, know what to say to her, meet her, get her, convince her, right? It would take you days, hours, weeks, and even when she comes over, it's going to take you the ability to transition her walking through your door and getting her to the bedroom. It take you a lot. Some men, it would take them the whole night. Some men would just walk in, grab her by her face, kiss her, and take her right to the bedroom. But that would take a lot of confidence and experience. So even getting the girl to your house, it would take you a lot to get and finish your five strokes. Her on the other end, she could walk through a man's door, grab her ankles and say, and it would be over in 15 minutes or less. She'll be back in her car. <laughs> if she wants that, if that's, if that's what she wants. And from time to time, they want that. For some reason, you think these girls are moral. I've been telling you they're the opposite of moral. Right? They're moral to the world because that's how they get rewarded. This is called virtue signaling. This is why you typically see more women virtue signal than men. They have the virtue to the world, signal to the world that they are a woman of virtue, but this, they, this is how they get rewarded. This is how they protect their innocence, their, they, they protect themselves. But, 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 you on the other hand, it takes effort, so you cannot perceive them to be that easy. But it doesn't take much. All right, man, this is crazy, man. I Listen, I've coached college sports for near two decades. I've coached high school sports for like four to five years. I've been around college-age women for all my life. I've also lived with women. I've also been married. I've also been around married people. I've been in these streets. I've been on the dark side for years. For you to believe that women aren't doing it, you're out of your mind. When I coach high school ball, I coached this high school team, and there were several girls that were already giving away sex to college men. All right, now, this was not the norm. This was a, only a select few of the girls. There were also already girls that were homosexual meaning they had a girlfriend on the team or somewhere on campus. That means they were having sex. They were doing something. They were already there, and these girls were sophomores and juniors. That means they were already had a girlfriend. They were already lesbian. I was at college campuses where I heard the players would come back and say, that girl has already been with seven guys first week of school. First week. Now, was that the norm? No. That wasn't the normal girl, but that was certainly easy for them to accomplish in a short amount of time. First week, second week, seven football players, two basketball players, like that, like that. And it was, and it was, it was not rumor. They were like, we was at the party, and this girl's wild. Okay, it wasn't rumor. It was confirmed. 
and these were normally the freshmen in the JUCO transfer. I'm just telling you, man. It's like for a lot of dudes out here, they just don't know. In the bushes, yes, I've heard it. I've heard stories, and they come back to me. The players will be like, man, yo, where did you get this girl? And then another player, man, that girl, wild. And by the way, let me just say this. It wasn't the girls you thought. It wasn't the girls you thought. Right? It wasn't the girls that you were like, oh, she looks fast. She looks like the one. It was sometimes the most innocent ones that were those girls. And you're like, her? And be like, no, nah, I don't believe that. Yes, her. All right, but listen. Listen. And dating apps and Instagram has only fueled this fire. It's only fueled the fire, meaning that they could be even more sneaky to be able to accomplish this. But um, anyway, it's hard to really prove and point out. But a lot of guys don't see this anymore. I know, man. And I don't want to give let you guys give up hope. <laughs> but it is what it is. All right. It's the their body count. By the way, what is the rule of thumb when a woman tells you her body count? What is the rule of thumb? You multiply by three. Multiply by three. But anyway. Um, anyway. Callie West says ninjas who think they are going to find virgins are lost. He says they end up like Hafiz at home in the bedroom screaming, Cobra. Shout out to the coach gang. They don't know. And I've been, I've been on I've been near this demographic of women in my entire life. I've seen it and heard enough. Come on, man. All right, JC says 304 is out here rolling the miles back on stank, stank sleeve. All right, stank sleeve, you called it. All right, Angel says even as a Gen Z male, these guys don't know the average woman is getting throttled out here, especially at college. These college women are getting trains ran on them by fraternities and athletes, future wives getting trained on. I know, I know, this is not even, this is not, I know people, women are here, not me. <laughs> right? I mean, come on, man. When I was at one school, it was really bad. At one school, no, two schools I was at, it was really bad. One was a black college that I coached, and one was a small college. Dude, it was bad. It was like a whole orgy. And it was easily done. I got stories, man. I got stories. Three in a year is low ball. Three in a year is low ball. That's a weekend. That's a week. That's a month. That's a, that's a season for women. All right, that is a season. I've seen women get them numbers up in a week. All right, but, and listen, and we were all cool, meaning, meaning we could talk about it, and they'd be like, oh, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. in a week. But that's, that's not the norm. In a season, you mean a calendar, three months, every three months, three guys, that's light work. Okay, in a calendar year, that's super-duper light work. <laughs> that's super light work. What? All right, anyway. And then don't count the train gangs, all right? Don't count the train gangs, but yeah. Anyway, are there ladies in here? Train Yeah, that spring break. Are, are there women in here? Because y'all need to help me out. There's a woman in here trying to help me out. Anyway, we got a lot of hope strategists out here. Angel says, shout out to Angel. Uh, Enigma WPG says, got to step in here. A lot of the women get throttled out of town and or on vacation. So 50 could be considered high for women, but 21 would be more or less normal nowadays. They start at 14. Do the math, guys. I already broke down the data and the statistics. All right, 14, 15 is the common age of entry. First, 
sexual contact. I gave you the data. 15% of 15-year-olds. 25% of 16-year-olds. By the time they're 18, 52%. You meet the woman at 30. What do you think she was doing, fam? <laughs> like what? All right. He says, I'm normalizing body count. Yeah, there's some dude, there's some hurt-ass ninjas out here. Y'all really gone. See, you're also the one that says, he said, people are saying, I also ruined marriage too. Didn't I ruin marriage? I guess I ruined marriage too. How did I normalize it when I just told you about it? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my Lord, what do you want me to do? See, what you, here's the thing. I'm glad we touched on this. And I told you this. You guys look at me as some sort of savior, but you got it all wrong. You want me to save these hoes. You want me to save women so bad. I told you I'm not here to save women. I am not going to tell these women about them and then send them back there to be virgins. What are you doing, guys? I told you I'm the truth teller. I'm the speaker of truth. Now you mad at me. Ladies, look at these guys in here. Look at these guys. How am I normalizing anything? That's like saying I'm normalizing divorce. But I see you. I see you guys are really, really limited ass ninjas. I'm not here to save women. I'm not. I'm not the one that's going to say, see, ladies, I told y'all y'all done messed up. That's like saying I'm normalizing feminism because women are doing it and I reported to you. Hey, coach, you're normalizing feminism. I'm not going to help all y'all. It ain't my fault, guys. It ain't my fault. I'm trying to help y'all ninjas out. Ladies, the ladies are real quiet. See, here's the funny thing about this. If what I was saying was not true, I would, and there's women watching me. I, I know they're here. There would be women in here Denying what I'm talking about. If I was telling you a lie right now, there would be women in here in the comment section rebuking me in the name of Satan. But they're not. <laughs> they're simply not doing it. He says, I'm cutting these whole slack. I'm going to put, I wish I could put these comments on here. There's a, there's a guy going to, through a red pill rage right now. I'm not cutting them slack. I'm just telling you what the truth is. You deal with it. I, my God. Why am I cutting them? Where's the, where, he says I'm cutting them slack. When I'm telling you what the truth is, you goofy men. Oh man, men are done. Men are done. Hey ladies, I'm going to start a channel for ladies. <laughs> I'm going to start a channel for women. Hey, guys, um, I don't want to give up on all of you guys. But there's some goofy-ass men in here. Do you see one woman? There's not one woman in here telling me I'm lying right now. Not one. And this is what I, I feel bad for women now. Because these women, this is what these women have to deal with. This is what these women have to deal with. He says, what's the good number for a body count? I don't know. I don't know. You telling me, what's the good number for you? I haven't had one woman in here watching me disagree. Look at the comment section. It's all goofy-ass men in here. 
when you got STDs going crazy. Houston STIs going crazy. Gonorrhea and chlamydia going syphilis going crazy. And you're here telling me I'm long. <laughs> I'm normalizing body count. We done. We done, man. Amen. Ladies, I'm not sympathized for you, man. I'm sympathizing with you now. What are we doing? Don't shoot the messenger. She should be ashamed, but people like you, coach, won't cut her. Oh, shit. Okay, I'm done with this ninja. Somebody block this ninja. He talking about shame. Okay. Man, you making me even want to take a big let me let me let me keep it going. He talking about shaming women now. He talking about shaming women. Let's continue. <laughs> MJ says it's okay, coach. Her body count resets every January 1st. Hashtag girl math. And we actually <laughs> and we're actually out here uh telling you guys girl math is real. All right, that's what they say. All right, we actually had two Christian women say say the exact same thing. All right, Cardi, card, I can't pronounce that. Cardoronio, Cardi, I can't pronounce that. 50 is the new normal, send it. All right, I don't know what the new normal is, but it ain't three, okay? All right, JC says, grandma got that bust, don't. All right, hit me with the Umar. I don't know what that means. Bust don't or bust down. I don't know what that means. Few times says coach is definitely not normalizing high body count. We have to accept the reality. What I am finding out that's being normalized is mothers making out and having train yangs with daughters. Oh, train yang. All right. Angel says, I know women that have at least 50 bodies at the second year in college. Type in 50 body count that XX's um, order in celebration. Oh, yeah, the cake. The 50 body count cakes. Yeah. He says 15 body count is average. Rooster culture is in full effect. Hope is dead. Yep. <laughs> yep. I've seen those. Uh, JC says, Granny had that cake. Made me fumble my super chat. You did. We're going to call you CON. Says if 50 is legit the normal, which I didn't say it was. He says, Shh, I'm coming back to the dark side because I will never get down on one knee for a skeezer. All right, Revival Fitness says CGA shows endless evidence, but guys still are addicted to hope. A 20-plus body count by age 25 is normal, and a lot of girls get that by age 21. Guys denying this clearly, lack of uh, lack experience. That's you, indeed. They're going to be the that's you guy. All right, my girl says she a virgin. Yes, indeed. And that's you. All right, oh, by the way, I've had women also tell me that, um, you know, sorority girls that I know, um, and they were like, oh, my. <laughs> right that were in sororities you guys think i'm out here just behind the screen all the time all right i got people that give me the intel they were like oh man and of course she's gonna say she didn't do it oh i wasn't like that but my sorority girls yeah they're complete whores they know not one woman has denied me in here all right shout out to acido rusco says a woman giving up sex is easier than breathing to them think about it fellas some sickles fornicate with dead bodies on on women uh what all right dead bodies of women get the butt oh yeah mm. all right jabari parker says men hoping the laws change and other things to change are those who have no individual thought this high mindset thinking is getting out of hand indeed House of Haas says, Coach, you also ruined 49ers for me. 
I used to run through big back school principal um, hoes with gap tubes. Shame on you. And he says, that's like saying the funeral home is normalizing murder. Exactly. All right. Anyway, shout out to you on that one. Hey, man, I'm going to take a quick break because, listen, I've been obviously stunned by summons. <laughs> Uh, approach here coco says to make a woman a channel for women uh they might have a lot more hope than a lot of you guys out here but anyway do me a favor man hit the like button and i gotta go relieve myself in one form or fashion or the other many women say they are finding it very hard to find a man who makes as much as they do but the country's declining marriage rate is due to the lack of financially eligible bachelors. Researchers say they are seeing a trend of women dating down, which what? means, you dating know, a man down. who, this <laughs> is just the reality of it. So women, you know, we're more educated now. We're gonna hold off on the baby making. We're gonna hold off until we get that great job, really career driven. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with hoping that there's someone either on your level or higher than you. So before, right, it was okay when the man made more money to be the one to buy everything, to do, you know, treat you and all this other kind of stuff. And now that you make more money, you can't be that one because you're dating down. Dating down. I hate that. What is that? If there's a responsibility that comes with making more money, accept it. You wanted to make more money. Right. You know, are you going to find many men out there that makes as much as you do? Actually, I can do that by myself. Left to say. All right, time now, 5-11. Let's go. Like, and we're going to have to heal some ninjas today. Oh, boy. Um, what time is it on my stream here? All right, I need a clock. All right, are we at the two-hour mark yet? This edutainment is out of control. All right, so um, anyway, I'm going to get it moving here. All right, women be married three times, and these ninjas want a three-body count on women. All right, let's continue. <laughs> they got two baby daddies. A woman will have four baby daddies, and these ninjas will still be saying she got a three-body count. Our brother here, David Brown, it sounds like y'all debating two different things i know they're see what they want me to do is be the one that saves them i'm not here to save anybody meaning that i'm just going to tell you what it is and you deal with it shout out to our brother here but we're debating the same thing all right what they want me is to i told you i'm not a moral person what you want me to be is the see i told you hoes <laughs> i'm not here to save women i'm not here to shame them that's that's all gone now all right, what are we doing here? Sent math ass ninjas. All right, what are we doing here? We got our brothers on PayPal. Let's give them some love. Uh, let's see here. Did I get Kalen? We got one, two, three, four over there. One, two, three, or four over here. Uh, yeah, it's sent math. Kalen says, even a woman who's a virgin would prefer a man who's sexually experienced. They're contradictory when it comes to sex. Again, these, these thoughts are somewhat more of men not accepting what reality is. Um, this is why we're different. A man with sexual experience is highly valuable. Now, a woman with sexual experience is not highly valuable unless you want a thrill for the night. That's just how it goes. I'm telling you. And a man that's a virgin is considered to be less than to a lot of women, not all women, but to a lot of them. A woman that's a virgin is considered maybe to a lot of men to be highly valuable. All right, but anyway. J. Cool says, Coach, back in the 80s and 90s, low body count was not hard to find, depending on where you live. Military bases in Southern California was not a low body count location even then. Nowadays, it is rare to find it, but men just have to learn to roll with it and not 
take it personally. Yeah. He says, besides, if you can get an XX to scream yes, body count is not a big deal. Again, you're going to get accused of normalizing it. But I can't help y'all. Abby Santi says, salute CGA. It's sad how these ninjas can't accept the truth about what you're saying here. Keep hitting them where it hurts. We on the dark side, man, shaking my damn head. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. And if you want, guys, listen, if you're ready to unsubscribe, I don't give a damn. Shout out to Jahari says the STD rate is so high because women sleeping with gay men and wonder how they got AIDS. They so stupid. All right. That's definitely something going on in the South. But um, also, we know there's a lot of bisexuality going out here and trisexuality. Emmanuel says uh, black men are behind. He says black men are behind, bro. A former boss saw two people hooking up in a car near the restaurant that I used to work at. It was a late night after the shift. They ate at our restaurant. He was a slim white dude, and she was an obese black woman. The 80-20 rule. He says, I could tell she wanted uh, she wanted a relationship, or she was wanting a relationship, but he was past that because he kept pushing her to go to his house together. You guys need a red pill job. Oh, indeed, a red pill job. Yeah, man, they, these guys are sitting behind computers all day and don't, don't realize what's going on here. World passing them by. <laughs> they passing them by, man. Anyway, oh, uh, Lord. Even at church, girls, you can't get a church girl with lower than, ten, three, and lower than three. Mr. A, brother, can I, can I say your, hey, uh, okay, check this out. Shout out to our brother here. Um, I'm going to say your name. I don't know if I can tell your name right here, but uh, check this out. Hold on for a second. This is on Venmo. I'm rich, this is on Venmo. And this is uh, our brother, our divorce attorney, Mr. Sexton, that I did the review on that I featured in my commercial for Devolution. He hit me up. So I'm going to hit him up. I'm going to hit him up. I'm getting a phone call, too, by a whole bunch of people. All right, but... um. Shout out to you. I'll email you. I'll get I'll get get up to you. All right. That's the guy that did the divorce. Um, the divorce thing on the uh, uh, what do you call it? Soft white underbelly. All right. So I uh, shout out to you. Thank you for the support. His name is uh, James Sexton, the attorney. All right. We'll do a connect. All right. Shout out to you, man. Good to good to see you. Good to hear from you. And uh, you were in my commercial for a long time the past three years. OK. All right. All right. Uh, maybe we'll do a collab. One of my collab collabs. All right. Uh, let me see here. And uh, let's see here. I knew I recognized his name. Let me get back to the show. Let me get back to the show. Our ninjas are still here. Ninjas is crying. Uh, hold on. Let me pull up Stewie right now. Let me, let me pull up Stewie. <laughs> All right. Let me see here. Uh, Stewie crying in bed. All right. This is what guys are uh, doing today. Uh, based on this stream. Let's go ahead and pull him up. Oh, hold on for a second. Why, why is this doing this? Let's pull up Stewie. We made Ninjas cry today. Right here. <laughs> Ninjas is crying today right here. All right, this is what dude's doing today. All right, there you go. Hey, man, there's wives that there's wives that are married right now. There's wives that are married that have at least three bodies, and they she's been married for five years. 
story. I'm sorry, man. There's women that are married right now with a body count of three post-marriage, including you. But let me continue. <laughs> Just let me continue. All right, man. I'm sorry, dude, man. I'm sorry to hurt y'all feelings out here, but this, this I know to be true. Now, are all wives are like this? No. But there are wives right now with a body count of three, and you ninjas out here crying. <laughs> All right. Anyway, man, look, let me get back to the show. Let me, I'm going to, I'm going to go through this conversation fairly quickly because I want to be under three hours today. And uh, I'm getting some important phone calls going on right now. Okay. Women should date up. Uh, women should date up. <laughs> he said this year they got a body count of three. All right. Uh, anyway, Let's go through this fairly quickly because this is going to lead into the next conversation. Women should date up and choose richer, successful men, writes Jana Hawking. All right. And she explains why it's not gold digging after dating plenty on the wrong side of the tracks, a.k.a. dating plenty. Hey, what are we doing here? Uh, I think I've covered this woman before. Her name sounds familiar, but uh, let me go ahead and show you this right here. This is her as well. I've covered this story before, but this seems to be coming back up more and more because timing, right? So this is then republished again here in August uh, 19th and 20th on multiple of these type of sites here. All right, so you see this right here. Women should date up and choose richer, successful men. Okay, and she explains why it's not gold digging. All right, it says right here, it's defined as dating up or marrying up. It's the act of dating and marrying a spouse of higher caste or social status. We're going to talk about this when we talk about women migrating. All right. Why attractive women seem to be in bigger cities. All right. In general, in general. Um, I'm not going to go through this whole article because I'm quite behind. But, you know, a lot of guys are going to be like, well, she hit the wall and it's over for her. She's still going to get throttled out here. <laughs> she's still going to get throttled and she's still going to date up and it's going to be bad. And yes, she's going to enjoy her cats. All right. You're going to enjoy her cats. But if this woman is, how old is she? This woman's in her, she says 38. This woman's 38. You're telling me her body counts lower than 20? <laughs> right? There ain't no way in hell, fam. Ain't no way in hell. 38, 20, easy work. All right, easy work. 38, that's almost 40. All right, she's had it. She's had it. She's been filled up quite enough. My ex tells me the painful truth about my sex style. Yeah, admitting that, admitting her, and it turns out I wasn't a goddess in these sheets. Yeah, but she been in these streets. That is her. In these streets. She don't got to be a goddess. She just has to be present. All right, next part of this article here. This is another woman. I advise women to never date broke men. Trolls call me a gold digger. All right. Her money, her honey's got money, but her love of his funds makes feminists freak by the way there is a there is a genre of a there is a fetish there is a fetish and the fetish is designed around called um let me see if i can think of the name the name is called fendom look it up look up fendom 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 or findom is the act of a woman acting as a dominant and financially dominating a submissive man. Look it up. Okay. Look it up. This is stuff that's going on out here. And I'm here to tell you the truth. Fin Dom or find Dom, which is a, a woman financially dominating a man. There are men that are here and they want that. Mm. Not Fem Dom, 
F-I-N, fin, like financial, like financial, fin, dom, not fem, dom, fin, dom, financial domination. Look it up. Not fin, not fem, fin, fin, dom. Look it up. And there's dudes that love it. Pay pig, yes. Look it up. Where they take them out and take them shopping and then she completely dominates them financially. There is a genre of that going on here. Now, some women find it, some women don't. But there's women who want that and they seek it out. It says slanderous digs like gold digger, delusional money dog are being savagely slingshotted at the self-crowned femininity influencer while praising her husband for his deep pockets. Viral, uh, virally encouraging women against dating guys without money. Daily reminder to never date broke men, urged TikTok tastemaster Sophia K, based in doo-doo Dubai. The trending footage, which has stacked up more than 1.3 million views, features the brunette being lavished with helicopter rides, designers, accessories, luxury cars, wads of cash via husband Thomas K, a affluent hedge manager, fund manager on YouTube. All right, it says right here. It says right here, your daily reminder never date broke men. So she's got about 50 euros, stacks of 50 euros, and she has your daily reminder to not or never date broke men. Um, Raise your standards, she's pinned in the caption, punctuating her pearls of wisdom with hashtags such as princess treatment, goals, and millionaire. All right, it says right here, your daily reminder to never date broke men. Now, again, these could be all acts, and her name sounds familiar, but these could be all acts. But it says as a finishing touch, the woman who in other clips unabashedly flaunts the posh perks of being a wealthy man's wife, such as hulking bouquets of roses, exotic vacations, uh, enviable spa treatments, and fistful of dough, tops off the post with a remixed soundbite of rapper Lotto's coquettishly saying thank you to my men. All right, interesting. Interesting here. All right, so now she said here, your daily reminder to never date broke men. Here you go. Here it is. And again, a guys, guys that want to punish women are some of the weakest men out here, right? Guys that want me to yell. And see, you're the guys that watch a man interact with a woman, and you will watch me interact with a woman and give her what I call, um, what I call the behavior that I give women is that I'm simply just, um, it, there's a term for it. I can't remember it off the top of my um, top of my head. It's not relevant. It begins with an I. But I'm simply just, I don't treat them like, I don't go up or down with them. Somebody give me, somebody give me this uh, mindset. I can't remember. It's, I can't think of the term. But um, what a lot of guys do is they'll see me interact with women and you think I want to scream and yell at them. You think I want to call them dumb and they're, this energy is small dick energy, <laughs> right? I want you guys to stop. This is red pill rage. And I'm about done with it. You know what I'm going to do? Indifference. Indifference. Thank you. Indifference. Indifference. Okay. And um, I told you a long time, I'm going to have to cut the red pill ragers out. This is just nonsense. I'm indifferent to women. And I want you guys to be indifferent towards women. When you are raging against them, you're showing your weakness. You're showing you're the weaker one. They shouldn't be that important. 
I've been telling you this for a long time. Show indifference. Low frequency is wanting revenge. Low frequency is trying to make them hurt. They're already hurt. <laughs> They're already in bad shape, Ninja. All right, piling on doesn't matter. You want me to shame them and yell and scream and hold masculine Frank. I told you this is wasted energy. You're already ahead of them. Remember when I told you eliminate 90% of women right off the top? Remember what I told you? If you make over 100K, you're making more than 96% of women. Indifference is the dominant position. Not raging, not yelling them, not trying to put them in their place. But you guys want them to lose so bad that you would be willing to lose with them. And it's not a good position. This is some weak man shit. Rip Hill raging, you got to mature out of it. Calling them hoes. Remember, calling them hoes is useless. They know who they are. <laughs> Unbelievable. Indifference is where it is. But you guys constantly want to be telling them what's up. I tell you what's up with them. You don't need to tell them that. Anyway. Unbelievable. But anyway. But keep doing you. It is what it is. Uh, here's a woman here that says, so we're going back 100 years to being dependent on a man's salary again. Great message. All right, these are people that are against her. Moving forward, moving forward. I'm going to have to skip some things uh, because this is uh, stuff that's happening right in front of you. Uh, here is a woman that says she's going to ask. Looking for a watch? Give me a Looking second. For I, got a watch? I got the one you want. Jeez. Here's a woman that's asking, does anyone else feel like you were meant to be a sex worker? <laughs> okay, this is just moving forward here. This woman says, I mean, I'm good at this job. I enjoy the atmosphere and people at the club most of the time. Not a lot bothers me. I hate vanilla jobs. I feel like I have a body that can make money, so why not? I'm going to do this for as long as I can and for and have for a while now with no regrets. All right, no regrets. You guys think they have guilt and regrets. They don't. They don't have this. They don't have this. At the end of the day, they need to get to what they need to do at the end of the day. I know it's not for everybody, but I can't imagine my life and having less money if it were not for this, quote, I escort and dance. Of course, you had women reply. I don't know who these women are. 100% being neurodiverging has made vanilla jobs impossible. Impossible. AKA. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. And like I have a lot of shit to, guilt, to get through and grow a backbone, but I still take it any day over forcing myself into civilian life. I get to be, I get to my, my, I think he says, I get to be my most queer, autistic, not together self, and life is great. Here's another one. Oh my God, yes. You get to monetize being yourself and setting your own lifestyle. But you want me to save this. It says, I struggle a lot with boundaries and office politics. S work makes you sharper and require respect. I, I'm quick to tell people no and put myself first now. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> all right you know what i mean what do you want me to do gentlemen i'm not here to save the world and i'm not here to save you but uh anyway 
continuing on, I got to get to the next subject because I spent a lot of time on a lot of guys um, that, that are really in need of a lot of help. All right. But here's the main event topic here. Let's get to it. All right. And ladies, you can chime in on this one as well, but let's get to the main event. Sex in the city. Do women migrate in hopes to find better mates to bigger, larger cities? Do more attractive women leave small ponds to be where they're the big fish to go to big ponds where they're the small fish? Does this happen? Yes, it does. And we're going to track it down here. We're going to track it down. Watch this. First piece of evidence that I'm going to put up on the screen as and again, I'm going to use a whole bunch of sources and a whole bunch of data here. It's all convoluted. We're just going to connect it for this stream. New study says attractive women don't live in Iowa. Mm. New study says attractive women don't live in Iowa. Why not? Why not? Well, when they're comparing where the top cities are, where the most attractive women tend to be, they tend to not be in Iowa because there's no benefit. Are there attractive women in Iowa? Yes. Are they somewhat normal? They're probably normal or a big fish in a small pond. Yes. If you only have lived in Iowa, you probably think you've seen attractive women. Now, I've lived in seven different states or seven different, you know, many regions. I know, and I've been to Iowa compared to other places, women in Iowa can't compete on the attraction list. Are there attractive women there? Yes. But they can't compete with the rest of the, the, the world or at least even the United States. Okay. Now, I'm going to give you this right here. They actually name where the most attractive women are, and they're already up for debate. All right. It could be up for debate. It just depends on what you're looking for. Iowa ranked number six for states with the least attractive women. All right. Going, going in quickly here. I got to get a lot of stuff in and connect some dots. Here's another one. Looks are more important in cities than rural areas, study says, right? That means if you go to a city, there's probably more an emphasis on looking a certain way or dressing a certain way as opposed to in a rural area where it doesn't matter. For instance, in cities, you'll tend to see more manufactured women, breast implants, lips, Facial, you know, uh, Botox, you'll tend to see them put a lot more effort in their dress and their appearance because it matters. In the rural area, they'll be less likely to do so. Thus, the cities will be perceived as where the attractive women are. All right. This is what they're talking about here. And they're saying simply that appearance matters more to female city dwellers than it does to women living in rural areas. They're talking about the psychology and the well being, the social. Uh, the social economics of this. It says right here that the, that's the finding of a new study reported by LiveScience.com, which founds that the prettiest girls in the cities had both had a higher psychological well-being and social connectedness. The same wasn't true for women living in the country. All right, in the country. So this is the small town, big town, town stuff. Now, I you see the poll. Now, what you're going to assume is that the women in the small cities are better relationship-wise. Residents of rural areas tend to not handpick their friends. Relationship, relational networks are more embedded 
and more secure in the country, she explains. In other words, you're more likely to see the same people over and over and be friends with them over time. There is less mobility in relationships. Attractiveness does not matter as much for forging social connections and for psychological well-being. But what if you're an attractive woman? Are you going to settle for that? Probably not. Thus, if you're in New Orleans, you're going to go to Houston. If you're in Dallas, I'm sorry, if you're in uh, New Orleans, you're going to go to Dallas. If you're in um, Riverside and attractive, you're going to go to Los Angeles. Or you might fly all the way to Los Angeles. You're going to go to New York. In fact, let me, let me show you New York. Let me show you New York. For the guys, you know, there's a, some denial-ass people in here. Watch this. There was a thing of, of the episode or the TV series called Sex and the City. My stream is called Sex in the City. Sex and the City says, did sex and the city inspire you to move to New York? Why would sex and the city, and it did, inspire women to move through New York? Well, there was a lot going on there. We're not going to read everything. But it says, were you among those transplants? What made you move to New York? Who did you identify with? How did it turn out? We want to hear your stories. All right. And um, says right here, I was watching, I was in the New Jersey suburb in 2001. Mrs. Armstrong was living in a suburban New Jersey area with her fiance. I was watching Sex in the City and I just went, oh my God, there's a whole thing I didn't do yet. I can't live in New Jersey and get married now. She ditched the fiance and moved to a tiny East Village apartment, blah, blah, blah. All right. Moving forward here, here's a woman here, Miss Williams, who migrated, a fresh New York transplant, and a whatever right here. Where does she come from? Fairfax, Virginia. All right, transplant. All right, we got a woman here, an older woman, 50, moved from West Virginia to Manhattan. Here's another one, a millennial wedding writer, all right, or whatever it says, moved from New Jersey to looks like New York. All right, so these are just some examples of women moving to get a better lifestyle. Thus, be around what they perceive as better men, having a chance to get a better guy instead of settling in with the suburbs. Okay, I have to jump around here. Let's talk about hypergamy. Hypergamy. Hypergamy, a.k.a. Hypergamy is, let's give you the definition. Definition right here. Okay, hold on for a second. The science behind hypergamy, a.k.a. marrying up. Okay, it says right here, we all have list of qualities that we look for in a potential partner. Most of us want someone who's smart, funny, and attractive, just to name a few. This is written by, this is written by, uh, it looks like a guy. But some folks actively seek out partners of higher socioeconomic or social class, a.k.a. partners with the rich or powerful even if it's slightly better. This practice is known as hypergamy, and we're here to tell you what it means. Now, watch this. This is a what they call a biological. The word, which in essence means marrying up, actually stems from Hindu tradition, according to the structure of Indian society then and now. The term along with this inverse hypogamy, hypogamy, or hypogamy, which means marrying someone of lower social class or status, was coined in the 19th century, which translates classical Hindu law books from, I can't pronounce that. That's also why you look at the definition of hypergamy 
in the dictionary.com, it, deter- it defines the word as the practice among Hindu women of marrying into a caste at least as higher as their own. Okay, so we're talking about this. The term is used in anthropological discourse and pertains to all societies and cultures, says Dr. Helen Fisher, chief science advisor of At Match. Marrying someone just because they're richer might seem shallow and unethical, but Fisher says it's evolutionary at, 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 adaptive to engage in hypergamy. It's evolutionary adaptive to engage in hypergamy because it increases the likelihood that you'll have children who live long enough to reproduce. At the dawn of human history, it was clear why women engaged in hypergamy hundreds of thousands of years ago. You wanted a man who had more resources, land, and own his own watering hole. A man with resources is better suited to help your help you raise your children. Now, the reason why I'm setting all this up, setting all this up, is when you talk about women, females, attractive women in particularly, if she feels she's attractive, she will exercise hypergamy. Thus, she will move to an area where men are more successful. Watch this. Which is, I know a lot of guys, they're mad. They want women to not do this. However, this does not help the species go along. Let me show you some examples of, let me see here. Let me show you some examples of this being in action right here. Let's go back. Okay, uh, let's see here. Watch this. College athletics, right? College athletics. Is there a direct correlation between college football teams that win and female enrollment and enrollment in general? Is there a connection between college athletics, college athletes winning football and basketball teams and increased female enrollment? This is an example of a migration. This is what we're talking about. Why would women do this? Men do this as well, but why would women do this? And I'm going to give you some more points. Watch this. Let's pull this up. Does college glory, now it's not going to say women, but you got to understand, more women go to college than men. All right, it's almost 60-40 now. Does sports glory create a spike in college applications? This article written by two women says it's not a slam dunk. However, when you look at the response in admissions, bump in applications, it is a correlation between winning football and basketball teams and more people going, more women mostly, applying to these colleges. It's almost hand in hand. In fact, I've been working around these people for a long time, colleges, high schools. When the football team starts winning and the players are flashed across the screen, more women start talking about those schools. Okay? This is hypergamy. This is an exercise. Now, they're not going to point it out directly to women, but just do the math. More women go to college than men. It says, after the football championship at Auburn following the 2010 season, and the title game appearance in 2013, there was a bump in applicants. There was a bump in applicants. All right. 
most of the time, women that weren't considering going to Auburn, went. they, they tried to apply to Auburn. They call it the Flutie effect, named after Doug Flutie, a Boston College quarterback who threw a successful Hail Mary to beat Miami in a nationally televised game, after which applications at Boston College surged. The theory isn't foolproof. Sometimes schools experience no significant increase in interest after a pivotal sports moment. Pivotal sports moment. There's Doug Flutie. But let's look at it. Kentucky men's basketball championship won in 2012, and they made the title game in 2014. Look what happened to their enrollment. Look what happened. More people, a.k.a. more women, went to the university or applied to the University of Kentucky. In fact, the Connecticut women's basketball team saw a surge in the men, twice by the men, two wins. The men won two championships. The women won nine. The enrollment skyrocketed. Alabama's football enrollment after six national titles. <laughs> Look at this right here. Alabama's football enrollment. After how many national titles? They went to six championship games, won five. Look at their title. Look at this shit. <laughs> Look at this right here. Skyrocketed. This is all attributed to Hypergamy, Alabama, skyrocketing. We'll show you the charts right here. Up Clemson, they had a bump. Notre Dame, bump. And by the way, there's a sister school in Notre Dame, St. Mary's, also a bump. Oklahoma, no championships, but they got a bump for four title game appearances in basketball and football, football and basketball. And there you go right there. They're talking about UNBC right there. You start winning, you're going to get more girls wanting to go to your school. All right, Jackson State, Florida Gulf Coast, Florida Gulf Coast. They went to the Sweet 16. They saw a bump in applicants. (laughs) They saw a bump in in applicants. So we're not going to dive deep into that, but we're just showing you what tends to happen. And trust me, um, a lot of women make this decision. They do this and they say, I'm going to go there. Why? Um, Because Cam Newton. (laughs) Because Cam Newton, right? But Cam Newton ain't going to be there but they see more men there and they they tend to want to go there. Now, why do they do this? Why do they do this? Let's pull up these points real quick. Number one, why do you see more attractive women in a big city as opposed to a small city? Number one, the competition is a little bit more fierce. So a woman might see herself as letting herself go in Iowa. She can ill afford that in Southern California. She can't do it. In order to compete, and she's an average-looking girl, If she left Riverside and she's average, she can go to Iowa and be at the top. Now, you would perceive she would uh, not, she would abandon the behavior of taking care of herself over time, especially if she finds a mate. That could be possible. But what you're seeing is that women tend to migrate towards where they have a better social economic advantage. All right. Um, Female migration, hypergamy plays a part. Female mating strategies. What about, um, if um, the fact that a woman migrated, found a good partner socioeconomically, made it, and then her offspring, their offspring, they're probably going to be more attractive. Then if she stayed in Iowa, found a mate, she probably would have as an attractive of a mate, thus producing a less attractive offspring. Mm. Um, increases their chances to mate with better genetics and better economics. Okay, 
enhances, it says right here, enhancements are normal and expected. So you're going to tend to more pay attention to your beauty in the bigger area than in the smaller area. In fact, this article pointed that out. All right, where I showed you, it says right here, um, nobody cares. Let me see if I can find it right here. Looks are more important in the city. All right, so this is why you see this exodus, this migration. All right, or she either starts out in college and she might come back home and or she might leave. All right, looks are more important in the city. All right, let's go to the next point. Mate have, mates with higher incomes, they tend to find more women that are willing to at least mate with them, practice, um, you know, date, et cetera. And this is exhibited right here where this woman says women should date up. Where are they going to date up? They got to go to a place where they can date up. So if you do have more of a chance here, you're going to date up. This man is going to have more. I mean, uh, less men are going to have more shots at her. Let me see if I can find this one right here. Uh, dang, there's another article. This woman says, I'm shocked by the generous acts men do overseas, but not in Australia. This is a woman from Australia that went overseas and men were a lot more generous with her. And then she came back to Australia and they were less generous. Thus, she wants to migrate to where the men are more generous. This is an example of female migration for attractive women going to what? Better social economic conditions. Here we go. It's the next one here. And men are doing this as well. Age. Age. Age, you have a higher chance of attracting a mate when you're older in a bigger city as opposed to the opposite. So, Age gives you an advantage if you're a woman and you tend people in the city, women in the city tend to settle down at 28 to 32, as opposed in a small town, you're probably going to have pressure to settle down before that. Thus, you're probably going to pick a lesser mate. So I can increase the chances of finding a better mate with time, age, even though my age might be going, you know, take my looks away. I can use enhancements to keep the age better. So now all of a sudden, if I go to a bigger city, I have more time on my hands, but I have to invest in it with staying in shape and blah, blah, blah. If she's in a small area, she don't have that advantage. All right, next one. Opportunities to monetize their looks, okay? Opportunities to monetize their looks. If I'm in a small town, the idea that I can monetize my looks as a woman decreases. But if I go to New York, Miami, L.A., Chicago, Houston, Dallas, if I go to Seattle and I'm attractive, I can get a better job at a better restaurant, increasing my income. I can become a model part-time. I can get acting jobs. I can enjoy the lifestyle, and I can increase my chances of hypergamy. All right? This also applies to international as well. So why would an attractive woman leave a small pond, even though she's a higher attractive and go to a place where she's mid because she can monetize those looks. Even though she's somewhat mid or slightly attractive, she can still monetize those looks. In a small town, she cannot. In a small city, she cannot. There's less likely she's going to stay attractive working outside picking strawberries, working in a warehouse, working at a bar, as opposed to going to a big city. Boom. You can make more money monetizing those looks and we actually had an article of a woman even admitting that right she was admitting as such uh let me see if i can find that i don't know if i showed everything because i'm jumping around 
because I got so many tabs open. It's crazy. But she essentially saying I can monetize these looks a lot better. All right. So now I'm going to pull up some maps here. See right here. Okay. That's I don't want to talk about that. All right. Almost done. Almost done with this point. All right. I thought I had an article on that, but that's that's essentially what's happening. Last one is um, the consequences of this. The consequences of this. Well, if, in fact, attractive women are going to migrate to find a mate in a better, bigger, better marrying up position, let's say she finds a mate. Let's say she finds a mate. Let's say they procreate. They're also saying in these big cities, Washington, D.C., big city, Boston, in these big cities, there's more divorce in these big cities. Now, there's more divorce. As we know, big cities tend to have more divorce. Thus, you find the mate, keeping the mate becomes harder. I don't think they look at this. Also, since there's more attractive women other than you, the likelihood of an affair increases, which is a consequence of being an attractive person in a small, in a big town. Now, I'm going to show you right here. This thing was pointed out in a study that I was looking at here. This was the exact point. Here it is right here. Marital disillusion has been increasingly analyzed for, the, uh, for at least a few decades, looking for determinants of this well-known phenomenon, but so far relationship between female migration and marriage disillusion doesn't seem to have been thoroughly investigated. However, this work aimed to analyze the correlation between marriage dissolution and female migration, which might bias the sex ratio within a given society, introducing new social and cultural values right here. So what they're essentially saying here in this entire article, just so you know, I pulled the article up for my own research. Now, human mating theory, migration and marital dissolution, in fact, you're more likely, even though you might find a better mate, you, more, you increase your odds of losing that mate through infidelity and dissolution because there are more partners. There's more attractive partners. Okay, so this goes in here right here. But uh, let me see if I can read that part of the, it says right here. Therefore, females could have a specific sexual, social, and cultural characteristic which might be able to increase or decrease the probability of a man being driven to sexual infidelity, thus leading to a higher frequency of marriage dissolution. Uh-oh. So again, yeah, she has a better chance to find a mate. She has a better chance to find a higher value mate if she migrates. But she also increases her chance at divorce and infidelity. All right, you see that right there? Because you have more women, like, like in Los Angeles, your girl can be taken every day because there's a bigger and better person. There's a person in a better position. You lose your position. You lose your social status. There's another guy that has the social status. Similarly, there's another woman just as pretty as you, right? There's another woman just as pretty, prettier, younger, in shape, so if I'm in Houston, there's another girl just as pretty, another girl with a fat ass just like you, another girl with a nice set of titties, another. So you see this? There's always trade-offs. So as much as I was telling you that women do this and you're mad, you also should look at this and say, 
Well, they're taking a great risk as well. There's not all good for them. They're sometimes bad. Not only that, their self-esteem tends to be lowered when they migrate. So they're the big fish in a small pond. They go to California, Miami, New York. They go to Houston, Dallas, Chicago, Seattle, and so forth. They go there and find out they're just a regular partner, right? Thus, when you show up, you're from out of town. You see this woman from Houston, and you say, look at all these beautiful women in Houston. But they don't feel as beautiful as you would believe them to be unless you put the value there. A couple more points I want to make here. This map, I'm going to show you three maps that are going to hammer down the point about where people migrate to versus where things are happening. Okay, so watch this. Let's look at the median household income for counties in the United States. All right, so let's look at where the money is right here. Just taking the social economic look, the money tends to be in certain counties. We have obviously... West Coast, Los Angeles, San Diego, up into Northern Cal. You have places in, looks like um, Northern Nevada going into Wyoming, the rich areas near Jackson Hole. Okay, then you go out to the East Coast. Florida's cut off, unfortunately, but you have the East Coast, Eastern Seaboard, D.C., Boston, New York, Connecticut. Okay, you have places in North Dakota, Tuckaways there, and so forth. Now, watch this. Where are... The majority of fat people and specifically fat women, (laughs) right? Where are the majority of overweight women? And we're going to use overweight for this show to determine attractiveness. Oddly enough, if you look at the map where there are less overweight people correlated where there to where there was more money. Okay. This isn't all the way. This isn't connect all the dots. But take a look again at the chart. Where the more money existed, there were less overweight people characterized by the light blue. Where the dark blue is, if you look at the map, there is less money. Okay, now. (laughs) Now, when people say fat women are for broke men, hey, I'm just using the map. You do what you can here. But I'm going to show you again. Look at where the money is characterized by the dark green areas. And then look at where the less obese women live. All right. You see it right here. Obesity women age 18 to 44. And tell me that attractive women don't migrate or aren't being produced by. Produced by better men and better socioeconomic situations. Now, I'm not even done yet. Watch this. If you look at the chart where the more money is, look at the chart where more money is. Now take that chart and look at where the higher prevalence of STIs are. Uh Uh-oh, are you ready? You're not ready, are you? Y'all ready for this? Now this is an exact, this is not exact science. This is CGA's anthropology. This is an exact science. You can poke a hole in it. But look at where the most money is and then look at the chart of STIs. What you're going to find out compared to the darker areas, the darker areas seem to have, uh, other than the South, 
the lighter, the darker pink areas tend to also be indicative of having more money. And then also poor people as well. All right, poor people as well seem to have a lot of STIs as well. They're in the dark, dark red. But it seems that also more people are having sex in these uh, darker pink areas as well. And that's where all the money is. And then you have poverty people here in the dark, dark red. That is indicated by less, less money. All right, but that means there's a lot of sex being had as well. A lot of sex being hit. But where the monies are, there's still a high prevalence of STI. Why? Because there's a lot of people sharing partners. You not only increase your chance of finding a partner, you also increase your chance of sharing partners. I know a lot of guys are hurt, hurt because a top-tier men are going to be able to share a lot more women and vice versa. All right. Vice versa. All right. Uh, let's see here. See if that's it. There was one more point I wanted to make, and this also translates to overseas as well, all right? Um, you can look at some of the girls here that are indicated by um, if they're pictured in the World Cup. Just look at the World Cup. What women go to the World Cup and why? Footballers tend to be paid high. Certain women tend to pay attention to those people, and they tend to be in certain places, all right? Chile and all of these places. And you might say these areas are poor, but also these women are migrating and or or matriculating into arenas where there are richer men. Okay, it cannot be denied what's going on here. They seem to be wanting to be seen and be around these type of men. All right, there you go right there. All right, there you go. Mexico there. There you go. All right, they seem to be wanting to center themselves around. So if you just take the sports arena in general, women tend to migrate there. By the way, I've seen this with Jimmy Garoppolo with the Raiders. I've been to two Raiders games already. Um, two preseason games, and I've seen more women, more attractive women, more ugly women, and more women in general at the games, and they're paying attention to Jimmy Garoppolo. They're coming in with Jimmy Garoppolo jerseys and shit like this. Now, they're going there just to be seen. Matter of fact, let me just give you a story here. I was at the Rams game with the Raiders this weekend. There were some girls holding the American flag out on the field. And the Raiders' sideline was here. There were girls holding the flag here. When they finished with the national anthem, they rolled the flag up. But there were some girls causing some confusion. And people tapped me on the shoulder and was like, check this out. And some girls were holding up the flag being taken off the field because they were taking pictures. And they were like fawning and doing all this shit. Guess what happened? Jimmy Garoppolo was standing feet away. He was throwing the ball. They were standing right there. And girls were losing their mind. <laughs> now here's the thing here's the thing everybody knows these girls ain't got a chance at Jimmy Garoppolo however does that stop them from migrating does that stop them from trying to get his attention it does not why hypergamy is like testosterone it's a steroid to them they cannot overcome it they might say they don't care but when the person is present they can't help it just like you cannot help it looking at a nice ass. They can't help when they see a higher value man. Right? And so they were going crazy over Jimmy Garoppolo. I didn't realize he was that big of a sex symbol. But he, they was going crazy over him. And I can see it. There were women in the stands, Garoppolo jerseys. I was like, there was a woman that flew to Phoenix, from Phoenix to Vegas because she was a Garoppolo fan. And she had a little band and she gave it to him. So listen, listen, I'll tell you, man, look, women aren't dumb. 
And this is a certain thing. And the reason why I wanted to talk about it was, was to prove a point. Anyway, let me, let me get to these super chats because we're approaching the three hour mark. So approaching the three hour mark, but uh, anybody who wants to poke hole, uh, am I, am I justifying women moving and migrating away from ugly men in North Dakota? I know some men are angry with me, but I can't help it. What do you want me to I'm you're normalizing hypergamy. <laughs> some men are going to say, coach, you're normalizing hypergamy. What do you want me to do? Stop them from doing it. I can't stop women from having sex. I cannot stop them from trying to get a better mate. I showed you women are having no, by the way, no regrets is what they're saying. Why? Because it pays off for them. It's like winning the lottery. There's no regrets. You want them to have regrets and shame. They will not have regrets or shame for this. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, this is, you know why? It's kind of like you regretting sleeping around. Yeah, you'll regret it, but you ain't regretting getting that punani. Where are we at here? Let's get into this. There's even more to this story. This could be a whole series. Jones G says, CGA triggering normies with the truth. And I'm here to tell the truth and nothing but the truth. Now you deal with it how you deal with it. All right, anyway. But to deny me is not going to work. All right. (laughs) I mean, and a lot of guys weren't denying me. What they were saying was I was normalizing it. And (laughs) listen, I just hear, don't shoot the messenger. But what I can say is it's is inevitable that it's true. The best thing to do is understand them. The Dark Side Foundation says, since my relationship is failing and my old church was a sham, I can't help but feel hopeless at times. I know long-term relationships won't be an option for me going forward. Given the state of XX's coach, how do you deal with feelings of dread and wanting to give up? Okay, right? Now listen. <laughs> listen. You have got to find your importance in this world outside of women. I'm not critical of women. I don't want to change women. But the good old days are over. You know what I mean? Like the good old days where you could just tell a woman and shame her and make her jump and tell her she ain't going to get married. Those days are long gone. That ship is sailed. And for a lot of guys, you're putting all your eggs in the basket of women. My thing is this, and I've been telling you this, Women are a byproduct of success. The more successful you will become, for some reason, women will have no leverage against you. Although some women will still have some leverage against you. And these are highly, highly attractive women. This is why I tell you, she's not out of your league. She's out of your price range. But let's go back. You got to find something to, to determine how successful you are outside of women. Women are the cherry on the top of the ice cream sundae. Women are the dessert. They're not the meal. They can become a very important dessert in your life. I'm not minimizing their importance. But they're the cherry on the top. But I must believe that the ice cream sundae I have is still good enough, <laughs> right? This is good enough. If I had a cherry on top, great. 
But a lot of guys, you haven't been trained and conditioned for this. This is why you're rebuking me in the name of Satan. You've been doing things as backwards and out of order. And we've all done this until you found the right order. You want the women first and then the bill outward. Women aren't built that way. That how, that's how it was in a different economy. That's how it was when there was war, feast, and famine. Or famine and, and not feast. That how, that's where it was when women couldn't work and they didn't have options. It's not like that anymore. Thus, you must have to find your importance in the world outside of women. Unfortunately, the funny part of that is women will find you when you are like that. And it's one of the lessons of life, (laughs) right? It's one of the lessons of life that I had to learn. They find you and they can see you and they can smell it when they know you're somewhat indifferent to them. Ladies, let them know. Who are you more likely to talk to? A man that texts you good morning every day or the man that you're interested in that ain't texting you shit? More likely, they're more likely to think of the guy. Why isn't this guy texting me, though? But the guy every day, good morning, love. Good morning, baby. Where are my hug-ass ninjas? They don't feel like they're going to lose you anytime, so they're not bothered by you. They're not thinking about you like that. The guy that's a little bit more indifferent in distance and mystery, mysterious seems to keep them and captivate them a lot more. We tell you what the truth is and to accept the truth. But this is painfully obvious, but you guys are trying to make it the opposite, like you're in a rom-com. This ain't no rom-com, Ninja. (laughs) This is what it is. The sooner you grasp this, the better. By the way, I believe that the dynamics between men and women have been exploited by madmen, ad agencies, rom-com, pornography, and such. You guys have been, and the church could be guilty of this. You guys have been overwhelmingly Uh, given bad information for such a long time that you're damaged by a guy like me. However, you're more likely to to achieve what you want if you follow steps similar to mine. I'm not telling you what I'm telling. There's guys out here that will disagree with me, but they got a whole wife that they watch other men fornicate with, so I don't even know what's going on there. But you've been so misled from the beginning indoctrinated into a belief system that rarely works. And the you can see it rarely works. Not just through divorce, but through the amount of people who get together with people and break up. It's people have 50 failed relationships by the time they hit 35 and 40. It's very apparent. Why are they making this not work? Because they are trying it the wrong way. I have believed for a long time that men and women, the the cultures before us have figured it out. Although we think they're dumb, for some reason when they pair certain people together through arranged marriage, through land ownership, ownership of the female, if you will, no, it wasn't a perfect science, through age gaps, through a lot of this bullshit, 
they seem to have had more success at it than, in fact, we have. Thus, we believe, though, that if we open up to 50 genders and we allow women to run the streets until they're in their 30s and that, that, that we overlook body count and that we allow women to have this some, somewhat idea of independence, that it will be better and smarter. In fact, it is yielding worse results. Nobody ever, nobody ever is going to admit that it yields most worse results, okay? In fact, the people in the back in the day probably had it more right than wrong, although it wasn't perfect, meaning that women were seen as property. Could we probably find a happy medium? Could women being perceived as property work for them better? There could be an argument there. I'm not making the argument, but the fact remains is them being independent simply isn't working. Now, age gaps is one of these things that romance does not make for. Thus, women perceive a man that has a higher age gap to be in better economic position, but thus more controlling. What don't they like about age gaps? Ask any woman that has participated in it, and most women have. Most women don't like age gaps, not because the man's old and funky. It's because he has more control over her. That's why she don't like it. It's not because it's abnormal. It's not because she doesn't desire it. It's not because they wouldn't be sexual compatible. It's because she has, he has more control over her, and that's what she doesn't like. Now, this is why women of younger age were put with more established older men. And this is exactly why women are frustrated in the common, in the common dating marketplace because when they want to go out to dinner, when they want to dress up, when they want to go to hire, when they want to go on a boat, when, when they want to go on vacation, when they want to do things, when they want to have access to discretionary income, they're finding that men their age don't have it. Okay? Men their age don't have it. Thus, they're trying to figure out how they can get it. Why doesn't a man want to take me out to Ruth's Chris? Why is he being cheap? Why is he doesn't want to do it? Because he don't have it. It's simple, but they're trying to shove this square peg into a round hole and trying to find the guy that's 20, 25, and 30 with the Lambo property land in a big city, successful, and can take her out to Ruth's Chris for $300. He don't exist. Not only that, not if he does, he's certainly going to have access to more of them and not one woman's going to be able to keep that man down. Thus, in past, if a woman wanted stability, she couldn't get it from men her age. She would have to go up in age. But the problem is she would be under control of him. She doesn't want that control. That's why these women are out here floundering. They can't figure the shit out. <laughs> you see? This is what's wrong with the dating marketplace. It's one of the main, many, many, many reasons. This is why they're sharing and fornicating with the top tier men, but can't hold on to them. But now they've just justified this behavior by saying nothing's wrong with it, but still can't find a mate in the end. But if they do, they have to find a guy that's just as much of a skeezer as she is. But 
do you guys continue, right? Continue to believe that you guys are going to find this mate in a fairy tale arena and that it's just going to be happily ever after. This is certainly not true. This is certainly not the case. In general, it's certainly not the case, right? It's certainly not happening. And there's even more cases to find that. Women are not, they don't have any problem now being monetized to do this. So you're seeing an increasing population of women compartmentalizing between relationship, sex, and money. When initially it was all supposed to be under one, they are now going, I'm going to separate all three. Are we seeing this? Or am I making it up? Now, somebody that lives in Riverdale, Virginia, might not see it this way. Because you're in some podunk town where you have to decide between roach spray and mosquito spray because you're out here broke. But that's not what we're talking about here. (laughs) All All right, we're not talking about you. You live in Brownsville, Texas, and you have to decide between chorizo. No, I'm just <laughs> But if you're in denial of this, if you want to put your esteem into this, I would probably argue explicitly not to put your esteem into this, gentlemen. Because this is not where you're going to win. If I put all of my esteem and eggs in the basket of how women perceive me, I would not feel like the kings of kings. I would not feel like it. If I perceive if I perceive myself how attractive women perceive me or my value on the relationship marketplace, I would be not who I am. However, if I perceive myself based on what I've accomplished, things that I possess, myself, my body of work, my body in general, if I perceive myself of who I am, then in addition to that, a woman can perceive that as well, then that's a whole different story. You're entitled to nothing. You're entitled to nothing. And I want you to show me where you're entitled to this, by the way. Kaylin says, I come to realize that three or fours are useful to society. They can be anything to a man sexually, even the best sex he ever had. They just can't be girlfriends or wives. Unless you want a dummy like Logan Paul, or unless you want to be like a dummy like Logan Paul, you don't need to marry them. As female promiscuity has gone up, marriage rates have gone down. Hand to hand. He says, let these three or fours figure that out for themselves. You guys got to understand that this is a losing battle for them. Although what you're seeing is more propaganda for you to normalize and accept it. I'm not telling you to normalize it. They're kind of digging their own grave. Not only that, they're for the women who don't have high body counts, for the four of you that don't have high body counts, you realize it's going to be an uphill battle for you to even get a man to mate with you longer than six weeks because he's used to getting access. Now, Logan Paul is an exception to the rule, but see where he is now. He's getting roasted for this behavior. Shout out to... Andre, I agree with your assessment. I'd like to add that the increase in darker red STI areas is not only because they're having more sex, but because the STI infested 304s that migrate to these cities brought the disease 
to these areas for sure, right? They brought them there. You know, they're migrating and bringing these activities to these, to these areas. But if you want it to be the woman that wants to be chaste, I believe it is, or a virgin, if you will, or make your man wait for sex, you're going to be perceived as different, but you're going to have stark competition out here, meaning that there's other women that are not going to make your man wait, which is going to make it problematic for you. Emmanuel says, why do I like the coach? Because he lived life and got experience. The attraction of women go, going to the cities is true. The attraction of women going to the cities is true. I know from firsthand experiences, but it takes too long to type. Guys learn. It's a New York City ninja right there. Okay, if you lived in a big city, you've certainly seen this. And uh, you will actually find out if you go to a Los Angeles, most people from Los Angeles are not from Los Angeles. All right. No government name. Four to five years in college, the average female gets four to five bodies around, um, surrounded by, in shape, chads mixed with liquor and drugs, easily 20 bodies by 22. Once you understand and accept female nature, you accept it and act accordingly. Yep. All right. You accept it and act accordingly. Uh, and again, this doesn't apply to all women, but it's, it certainly is going to be difficult to prove that a woman has, has or has not done this. Bree. Brayon says, uh, greetings, coach. I'm a part-time Uber driver, and I live in Raleigh, North Carolina. This past weekend, I did Uber for all the NC State students that came back to school. Saturday night, I had five guys, five girls in my car, and they end up making out with each other. <laughs> and all them openly admitted having uh, how they call multiple bodies the first day back on campus. They also told me what drugs they take and how they all have boyfriends. Also, coach, I have a dash cam in my car, and these girls don't care. I'm just, I know, man, this hurts a lot of guys. <laughs> this hurts a lot of guys. A lot of guys would be like, no. Okay, it was just those girls in that car. <laughs> it's not all girls. I know, man, it's getting harder and harder to distinguish them. All right, we got Super Chats, and then uh, I think we got it here. Shout out to uh, Derek Eaton says, this is the result of the damage single mothers do to the males. They create the simp army. Indeed, there was a lot of simp enforcers in here too. Trying to blame me. It's your fault, coach. Hot says, I watch travel YouTube channels where they walk through downtowns of major cities. I might see one baddie when they do a two-hour walkthrough in a city like Lincoln, Kansas City, or Memphis, but I see 10 baddies in at least one uh, in the first five minutes in Miami, L.A., San Diego, and Las Vegas. I mean, I've, I've been to every major city. I've been to every state except Alaska. All right, I've been to, I want to say, 11 to 12, maybe 13 countries. I'm pretty much well-traveled, and I'm probably more traveled than most people. And I've been to small towns. I've vacationed in small towns. I've been to small towns. I've driven through small towns. I'm going to just tell you right now, if you haven't, you better zip your lip when it comes to this conversation. If you have not left Memphis and you want to tell me about how I'm way off, I don't know what to tell you. I've been to Hawaii five times. It's Stop. <laughs> stop trying to argue me about this. And you never left your county. You never left your county. I mean, come on, man. 
Uh, best thing you can do, best thing you can do is read this book, The Free Agent Lifestyle. I've been uh, told you what to do a long time ago, but I know you ninjas don't want to spend $12 for this book. You don't want to do it. But then you want to ask me, well, you know, my self-esteem's wrapped up in these hoes. Man, would you get this book? Jesus. The book tells you exactly what to do. Anyway. <laughs> All right, shout out to Eugene says, this, uh, digesting the red pill every day is taxing, but I promise you I can never get enough of this. He says the info is dark, but so is my skin. Right? Kevin Sullivan says, Sydney tuition, keep hitting these Mitch ninjas in the chest with this truth. Coach the GOAT. My goodness. Yes, indeed. All right, I think we're almost done. Henry Brazilian says, I love hypergamy. Men, get your money up and use it to your advantage. Adapt to the new way of things or go back to simping. <laughs> go back to simping. Go back to DMing Instagram girls, which I'm going to tell you, it doesn't work. All right, some of these things don't work. All right, um, this guy right here has a topic saying how you use hypergamy to your advantage. This is a.k.a. leveraging options. Okay. Let me see if I can find it. I can't find it. All right, but, um, you know, hypergamy has its value. I know guys don't want to talk about this. Hypergamy is valuable, right? Meaning that the, the, society, the society seems to benefit when women exercise hypergamy. I know this is anti-red pill talking points now because I'm here. I'm trying to evolve and I'm trying to evolve you caveman ass ninjas. Did you find the exception to the rule? Yes. But hypergamy tends to make men more. Um, it, it tends to increase male ingenuity. It tends to make men do more. It tends to make men think of how to become better. It tends to make men develop talents. It tends to make men try to go out and, and win wars. It increases the opportunity for natural selection. It weeds out the weak and keeps cultivating the strong. Now watch this. Places where hypergamy is not exercised, meaning that the women can't migrate through no means, they only have to mate with the men who are there. Let me give you an example. And I'm going to use this example. I don't mean anything mean by it. But a place like the Dominican Republic, which I've been, or any place that has a resort town, hypergamy can't be exercised as much. Thus, these women have to mate with men who ain't shit, a.k.a. the black community tends to do this as well where the women don't exercise hypergamy until the end, till they have two or three babies, till they've um, tried to pursue their career. Until, so they, they, they actually reward the men who haven't done anything. Thus, the men continue to not do anything. In the resort town, that is the same thing. You'll drive through a resort to your resort, and you'll see men of all ages sitting around doing nothing. Why can they still procreate and get women, even women you're traveling to, Philippines, same thing. Now these men don't have to do much because there's no 
male competition. They're getting rewarded for doing much, for doing not much. Thus, they can sit around and do nothing and scratch their balls and still get women. Thus, hypergamy is not working for them. Do, do they start building bigger and better things? No. Do they come become more talented? No. Now, this is in general. This is in general. I'm just using them as an example. There are men who do play baseball or whatever they're going to do. But they are not reward. There's not a reward for their, their, their area, their immediate area, because the men still get rewarded. The men still get sex. And that man still has a higher rank than her, even though he's not doing very much. It's kind of like a socialist mindset. Complacency. It just ends. So if you're going to that mindset, what you will probably find after time, if men got sex easily, men wouldn't do shit. Okay? This is over time. This would not happen immediately. But we can see evidence of this. We can see clear evidence of this. Where women can't exercise hypergamy, but it often makes the men complacent. It doesn't make them fight in battle. It doesn't make them separate themselves. And then when women don't exercise hypergamy and the men want to become successful and the woman says, you ninjas ain't shit, is because they are rewarding ain't shit ninjas. So why do they have to do anything? It's pretty simple to see. It's pretty simple to see. So when people think hypergamy is negative, in fact, it could actually prove to be a positive. In fact, the Philippines has had this issue for decades. So when people say go to the Philippines, they have a high rate of single motherhood in the Philippines, just as high as the black community here or certainly the American. Why? Because men can skeet in these Filipino, little Filipino women just like that and continue to do nothing. They can, they can run. They can marry them and, and flee. All right, so um, anyway. But anyway, but guys that are anti-hypergamy are not looking at it the big picture. You got to be somewhat pro and understand how to use it to your advantage because that way you'll figure out, you'll become a better person and you'll actually... Um, eliminate the low-hanging fruit, a.k.a. the trash women that will actually jeopardize your offspring and shit like this. But anyway. <laughs> All right. And again, when I use examples, again, I'm talking generally. I know you can find people that don't apply to and stuff. The civilized savage says women are lost because they want the resources and access of a successful alpha but the unaccountability and freedom a beta provides make it make sense. Indeed, what they don't want is to be controlled, right? And so this is being exhibited, meaning that they're looking for fin dom, financial dominant. They want access to the resources, but still want to dominate the guy. They want a beta provider, a guy that provides, but expects nothing in return. They want to go on dates with 100 guys, and they 100 guys pay, but not give anything back. They want access to an older gentleman, a sugar daddy that don't want no sugar. You see, these are all showing you that these are lazy women. They're, they're simply lazy. And they, they simply are trying to look for a one-sided deal. Once you try to challenge a woman to provide both sides, aka 
What do you bring to the table? You want them to reciprocate. You want them to actually demonstrate what their value is. Do you see they're having trouble? You see they're having trouble? They want a one-sided game. They want it so that only they, 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 uh, they win. In fact, let me just tell you this. The black community is suffering from this. Suffering significantly from that strategy alone. They don't want control at all. They want to listen to the guy at all, then expects him to lead. And I'm asking, when do you want him to lead? After he's paid for all the dates and give you all the babies and married you. And then when do you want him to lead? Because obviously you don't want him to lead. You're talking out the side of your neck. It shows clearly you do not want to accept any leadership qualities from these gentlemen. Whether he's a pookie or whether he's a tech nerd, they want no parts of this control and or leadership because leadership implies control. The man is in control and you're the willing person ready to be led. They don't want to give this up. They don't. They, they don't want to know any parts of it. Thus, they're actually giving you a situation that is unrealistic. Anyway, Catfish says, man, time flies. Another great, great three-hour course, free agent lifestyle for life. Sexy Lamb says, I'm Dominican. Coach is 100% right. Let them cook barbecue style. Thank you, guys. It's barbecue in there. And I've been to these places to be able to see it in full effect. The United States, a.k.a. let's just talk about the white European areas. These are highly hypergamous areas, but they're also highly innovative. They're also highly innovative. <laughs> Ghost Jay says, it hurts, Coach, but we need the truth. Thanks. There's... Steep male competition to try to, you know, step on toes and claw their way to the top. And they provide for these opportunities many times by hook or by crook. But hypergamy is rampant. However, it also tends to produce people that are bigger, better, stronger, faster, more innovative and have more resources. It is what it is. Uh, let me see here. I think we're almost done. All right, I think we're almost done. So I got some calls to make. All right, Eugene, okay, I got all these guys. Anyway, man, sorry to break your hearts, gentlemen. If you want to move to a place where there's going to be just some woman that fawns over you or follows you like a cat, start with a third world country where they expect, expect less of you and they have no other choice. If you want to compete out here, start competing in a healthy way. Start competing with yourself then start competing out with the people who are out here competing, you will find that women don't have that much value to you, that the, the value that you're placing on them. All right, anyway. It is what it is. All right, anyway. Shout out to the coach gang and hit the like button on the way out. We out of here, brothers. Peace. <laughs>